Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of Reboot Already Underway. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Hahn. Hello. And David Becker. Hello. Guys, great show today. We have the most movies we've ever had in the upcoming movies section, uh, which I thought would be a couple weeks ago, like the week before Halloween. I thought that would be the most we'd ever got. But six, I think it was this week. So Yeah. Well, I don't know. Limited. Yeah, they're limited. But the other I, I don't know how I feel about lies, this. <laughs> yeah, like I, I said to Aaron, I'm like, if we don't talk about them here, we might never talk about them. <laughs> so, because I, I mean, I'm not keeping track of when movies come out wide release. So, um, guys, we're gonna talk about that. We're we've, we're gonna do an ABC show for you today, uh, in the pitch it and ditch it section. But first, guys, talked a little bit about it last week, but. Today, we're doing the spoiler, full spoilers, so if you haven't seen Doctor Strange yet, uh, I'll put a time code in the description, go to that, spoilers will be done. Uh, but we're going to go, we're going to go hard with this Doctor Strange spoilers, guys. Wow. You think you know how the world works? You think that this material universe is all there is? But what if I told you the reality you know is one of many? Um, just hard. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Who wants to? Who has the first thing to say about it? Um, I mean, last week we already talked about it. We said we liked it. We all liked it. I said I loved it. Um, Aaron's looking intently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, I uh, apparently had a little sharpie on my computer screen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Doctor Strange. Um. I mean, I think it's probably Marvel's best solo film of all of them. Uh, I don't know if I would go that far. That that's where I'm oh. sitting at, personally. When you but. when you say solo film, you mean yeah. like just the one hero is yes. in it. So like not Captain America: Civil War because right. that has obviously pretty much every hero in it. Correct, correct, but, and not Guardians either. Because, but but even that, I, I what think about I the Guardians. what about the what about the OG Iron Man? That's like second to me. I love the OG I, Iron Man, <laughs> but this was better to me. I think I, I think between Iron Man and Doctor Strange, it's tough because they're actually quite similar. Yeah. You know, so it's like, do I want to give the edge to Doctor Strange because it's like bigger with all its action and everything, but at the same time, it's at an advantage because it's the, what, 14th film in the MCU? Yeah. Whereas Iron Man was the one that kickstarted it off, so they don't, they didn't know just how big they could get at that time, really. Right. I mean, I give the edge mostly to Doctor Strange because the magic, man. The magic, and not just the magic he does, just the magic of that filmmaking, just the kaleidoscopic, like, visuals and all that. That It tripped me out, and I liked it, you know? I, Iron Man? Can't... Right, that's, that's, that, that's what I'm saying, though. It's oh, like, okay. The visuals are so great, but at the same time, they didn't know they, were, they would be capable of that when okay. the first Iron Man came out. I mean, obviously, an Iron Man storyline wouldn't have done those visuals Iron Man just creates he just wraps the world in a suit and then the suit can morph and stuff that's I think we're on to something for Marvel um, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, David you, you haven't said much what would you think about it I enjoyed it I have two very I have two very big picks with the movie <laughs> yeah big two picks very not, not, not nitpicks but big picks <laughs> they're big they're big nitpick 
This is David's pick of the week. Uh, David. Ha. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swing right away. Okay, swing. Um, okay. <laughs> they're both they're both basically towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. All right. First one is how he ended with the final battle. Oh, that was awesome. How he uh, Dormammu with Dormammu. Yeah, that was the best. Aaron's well, with okay, me on this I, one. Wait, what didn't what didn't you like about it? Well, I. I understand, okay, me and Jacob are obviously on very opposite sides. I thought, like, the way he ended it was stupid. He's just like, oh, you can kill me for infinity. Hi, like, you're, I'm going to beat you by annoyance. And Jacob, like, that's, that's his favorite part. <laughs> and, Did, like... But what didn't you like about that? I just, like, I, I, I didn't expect it to go that way, and when they took that round, it was just like, oh, like, I don't know. I like, I don't know if I wasn't expecting like a big battle, but like the way it played out, I really didn't like it. I really didn't think it fit personally. Like, I understand like, like his door, what's it? Dormammu? Dormammu, yeah. yeah. He's like obviously more powerful, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but like just the way they, they handled it, I didn't blah, like blah. it. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I feel like the, I, I love this, uh, choice as well and i think part of what made it so great is that it was unexpected yeah you know like it, it didn't go stuff. for that big battle like i feel like this might be the animated doctor strange movie they did or something where they have him like fight against dormammu and then basically defeat somebody just like blasting like all his energy at him at once or something and it's like uh, that's so lame but this one it was it was very unique it was humorous and like I think it. I think it's very fitting. Maybe it's just because I'm more familiar with Doctor Strange from the comics than you probably are. I don't know. You, well, that's a very it, but not at all. Aaron's Aaron's not, just not at all. dropping aspersions but, on David. He's like, I'm more familiar with the character I'm just, than you. I'm, and I didn't want to assume, <laughs> but I thought I I would assume because <laughs> it's a safe assumption. But but no, that's who Doctor Strange is in the comics. Is he's always like about finding like these these loopholes in like these ridiculous godlike monsters that threaten earth or whatever it's like he's all about just like the tiny little details which is which also fits in with like him being a surgeon like he found a he found a peaceful solution to the threat yeah. and it was one that you know had that like attention to detail like that surgical precision that kind of mind so i thought it was like a perfectly fitting ending well and then the same, like, on the same line, like, it's interesting to see. That was exciting for me to see because this means that we're going to, like, have a pacifist in the Marvel Universe, which is good because literally everyone just wants to punch their problems away in the Marvel Universe right now, um, except for maybe Black Panther a little bit because we get a little bit yeah, of that. Yeah, Black at the Panther's end of... definitely a pacifist. Yeah, we get that the at the end of Civil, end of Civil War. War, yeah. Um, so him and. Doctor Strange, I think, will will be the, like the voices of reason, whereas you know Cap's just Cap's Cap, and Iron Man is Iron Man, and they're both stubborn, and they're gonna do whatever they want to do. But you know, Doctor right. Strange and them, they'll be able to clean up their messes, I guess, in a little bit. And so, like, so basically, my my gripe is that I just personally didn't like it. I understand why they did it. I understand the direction. I just like I just I understand the artistic value behind it i just didn't like it and i don't know what i was expecting I, I don't think i was expecting a big battle but i don't know it was just all this build up to to that like it, it just it just didn't sit well with me and 
I guess that's just my opinion, and I know that it's okay to have my own opinion. So yeah, <laughs> no, it is. Oh, it is okay. <laughs> no, we're just saying. We're just letting you know why we we thought it was good. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by me saying because I I just didn't like it, and I can't like. But did I still love the movie? Of course, I love the movie. Yeah. But Wait, but of was, course, what was your other nit, or big nitpick? My other big, big pick. My other big nitpick <laughs> is also is like, so after the battle, and like they go back to the library, takes off the necklace, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, like that's an Infinity Stone, by the way." I was like, "Wow, why did just drop that like ast like asteroid? Like oh, we just gotta shove that in there." Like obviously, like we knew it was an Infinity Stone, but like the way that they kind of brought it up. Like, we're just, like, shoving it in your face. Like, hey, guys, this is, like, waving their hands. This is an Infinity Stone. It ties into the universe. Like, I feel like they could have brought it up, like, a little bit less directly, maybe. I, yeah, I totally. Because, like, you know, you know how Marvel, like, connects its universes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, that's good. But they just, like, shove it in your face sometimes. Like, I I, would have liked a a little more, like, oh, let's connect the dots. Instead of just be like, oh, that's an Infinity Stone, like, around your neck. Good job, though. You know what I mean? I get that, and, like, that, this one I understand a lot more, because I did feel that way at first, too, but then I, like, thought about it. I'm like, well, it kind of fits with Wong's character, where he's like, hey, I know more than you. <laughs> yeah, that's an Infinity Stone. You don't even know what that is. <laughs> like, it just kind of yeah. seemed like, yeah, yeah. How about you just take well, I mean, a big step ba- down on this one? Doctor Strange wouldn't even understand the significance of that line at all, would he? He, he w- has no idea what the Infinity Stones no. are. No, he asks where yeah. they are after that. And then he's like, you have much what? to learn. After that, he's like, yeah, but what? Yeah, so he doesn't even know what it means. It's only a line directed towards the audience. So I can understand, kind of understand David's complaint. No, yeah, I understand But, at the, too, but yeah. at the same time, you know, for us fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe looking for all those uh, connections, you know, it was a fantastic moment. Even though it was, you know, pretty much extremely obvious from the time they introduced the Aya Bagamoto or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I just might hand, they could have handled it a lot better. <laughs> Excuse me, internet. Sorry. Okay, we're being really mean to this movie. What did we love about it? <laughs> I got the I got the ball moving, guys. I mean I mean we can go down this train of things that were bad and then just come back around to everything we loved. I'll go with something that was bad. How can this is the my really my one complaint and when I saw it the first time I was like that's weird. Didn't think much about it. Second time, I'm like, all right, this makes no sense at all. And it's when he's driving down, like, these... He's driving along these cliffs. Um, and then when he... When he drives off the cliff, he's next to the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, there's no cliffs around the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where is he supposed to be driving right now? It looks like he's in Southern California, and then right after that, he's in New York. His car just rolled a very long way, okay? <laughs> that was, like, such a glaring continuity error. I'm like, oh. You just wanted a cool cliff shot, didn't you? You just were like, we need some cool cliffs, but we need him to be close enough to the hospital that he doesn't die. All right, let's go. <laughs> like... That one felt I, bet they, I think they just Googled images. They're like, hey, we want this. And then they just sap them together. <clears throat> Aaron, would you have any gripes with the movie? <laughs> well, I mean, mine aren't, I guess, aren't like nitpicky like that. No, <laughs> yeah, we're getting, I, we're getting I, I real into the movie. <laughs> but, I mean, I basically spelled this out in my review. Oh, I yeah. think just the. Mention, mention your review. We forgot to mention that at the beginning. 
Oh, well, we mentioned it last week, though. But yeah, I wrote a <laughs> review. Lacey hey, also wrote a review. You can always, also... always plug something in. That's all I gotta say. You just always gotta like, get that power out. Sorry. What were you saying? But both Lacey and I have uh, reviews up on our <clears throat> blogs. So mine is this clever blog name is already taken.tumblr.com. And yours is Jake Lace. Jake Lace. Okay. And so, yeah. I, I'm exclusively to my audience on this amazing podcast, so I don't need other outlets to voice my opinions. If you want to know what I'm, I have to say, just listen to this wonderful podcast. <laughs> well, they're already listening to it, so you recommending them listen to it. <laughs> Recommend? Yeah, so what, right. if this is anyway, the first, what, what if this is the first episode they listen to? So I'm recommending that they listen to it, meaning they can listen to okay. all anyway, the previous yeah, we, we, we need to tell podcasts. them that David is in every single one of these podcasts, so you well, know, not they every, can go back. Oh, not yeah, a, you, may, you missed, like, you missed three weeks. Aaron, Aaron, we're getting well, off track. We're trying to keep this one shorter like last week. Oh, so basically what I, my major complaint with the film, I guess, is that the, the plot is just it's generic. It's a little samey. I agree. It's basically the same what? kind a of... Marvel plot being the same as all the other Marvel plots? What? But, I mean, there have been Marvel plots that have been different. Ant but more... Man, like, like Thor 2, right? <laughs> no, Thor 2 is, like, the definition of textbook. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh. <sighs> I mean, I guess, like, most of the more uh, ambitious Marvel plots have come in sequels. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it, I, what I was basically trying to get at in my review is that the story is simple, but they kind of went with this generic story. Like, this is this story is used so often because it works. Right. Because this it, it was a very easy to understand introduction to these larger aspects of the MCU. Like, it's an, it's an easy introduction to this magic, to this time travel, or whatever we want to call it, and all those other like big concepts that could be hard to grasp if the storyline was a bit different. So I, I I think like there's pros and cons to what how they did it. Like it it was a good introduction to these larger concepts, but at the same time, it was just a very predictable movie and felt very similar to like Iron Man or Ant Man or all these other Marvel movies. No, I I definitely agree with that. It does feel samey from time to time and in in my opinion I felt like the mystical slant the film took kind of helped steer it too far from the familiar like there are times where it's like okay he's gonna go here and then he's gonna get he's gonna get beat up the first time he fights the bad guy but then he's gonna come back and he's gonna beat him and then it's like you know there's always that first fight where you know they get destroyed and uh but I, I don't know. Overall, I just I felt like, like you said, if if it isn't broken, you don't you don't have to fix it. Like, just leave it how it is. Um, but even so, you need tinges and uh, you need tinges of. Do you say Do you say hinges? Hinges, tinges of difference. Oh, I thought you said hinges. I'm like, does this need to be more mobile? It needs to be collapsed together. <laughs> Did, like, like, the, like the city just collapses together yeah. in the glass. Yeah. Is it the glass universe? What do they call it? Uh, the mirror dimension. Mirror universe. The mirror, yeah. Uh, or whatever it's called. It's the mirror dimension, Aaron. Whatever. Uh, what, big, whatever. big Doctor Strange fan. I'd expect <laughs> you to know that. <laughs> 
you opened yourself hey, up to that one. Hey, <laughs> you opened yourself hey. up. Yeah. I was think I had I said mirror universe because I was thinking of Star Trek. Oh That's yeah, what it was. Mirror Spock. Oh yeah. Oh great. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I'm gonna say we're gonna talk about things we liked because really this is this is my favorite superhero movie this year. Um, I don't know how you guys feel. No, it, it's it not didn't. your favorite. You like it didn't Captain. come close to Civil War for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it is definitely better than X Men. Uh, then Suicide Batman Squad, Superman, Batman Suicide Superman, Squad. and even Deadpool. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously I put it above, but I, yeah, Deadpool is like in that group. It's in with those three. It's like those three, and then it's <coughs> Right, it's, it's the like all three. the Marvel films that came out this year, except for X Men Apocalypse, are in the one group, and then the DC films. Technically, technically it's owned by Fox, so. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, so let's talk about some things that I liked about the movie. All right. I, I was in. The, all right, go, go for it. I was gonna. All right. Well, what were we gonna say, Jacob? Because no, you were stumbling no, for a he, while. He, no, he was going to get into what he liked, and yeah. then he just kind of stole his thunder. Um. Well, number one, Benedict Cumberbatch absolutely makes this role his. He, he's. You can tell he's enjoying it. You can tell he's having a good time. You can tell he like wants to be there. Uh, and <laughs> honestly, some of those scenes, especially the scene with uh, him and. Uh, Rachel McAdams' character, can't remember her name. Uh, Doctor. Maybe something. if she actually had a point in the story, <laughs> I would remember point. her name. Um, Doctor something or another. Uh, that scene uh, right before he leaves, uh, both of their like dialogue was really well done. Um, yeah, and like you said, Rachel McAdams does not get enough to do here. Feels kind of wasted. Uh, but this yeah, is she does wasted. have. Yeah. The, yeah, definitely. She's like a great actress, and it's kind of sad. But right, right. Yes. I mean, Mar- Marvel is, you know, has wasted plenty of great actors in the past, so I wasn't Natalie really surprised. But... Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> Rachel McAdams. Now, I mean, I don't want to say they wasted Tilda Swinton because Tilda Swinton was amazing in this movie. Um, oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Christine Palmer. Christine What's Palmer. Her name? Thank you. That's right. Doctor Palmer. Yeah. Doctor, yeah, doctor, something or another. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that just brings. I mean, we all love Tilda Swinton in this movie, right? Like, I thought she was great. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. Sure. <laughs> Actresses, you know. What? No, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I thought she filled the role of the ancient one. I completely understand the uh, sort of whitewashing backlash the film got. But then, all right, so now, I don't know if I'm going to leave this in the podcast. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but if it would have been, like, an old Asian man, people would have called it racist, right? That's kind of, like, yeah, it was a very tricky situation where it's, like, obviously to make him Asian, an old Asian man would have been to, like, play into those stereotypes, yeah. in a sense. And also they had this complication where this is probably not the best excuse, This is, but... That if they had cast an Asian character, obviously uh, the man is, or like the temple, I forget what the temple is called, but uh, it's in uh, Tibet. Yeah. And so if they had cast an, a, a Tibetan actor, then China would have not liked that, and then they would not have made money in China. 
So it's not it's not a it's not a good great excuse at moral all. <laughs> excuse, but from a business standpoint, that also factored in. Well, yeah. at least they didn't cast like just a like just an Asian person be like, oh yeah, they're from Tibet because that would have been even yeah, worse. Yeah, that, then that would have been bad too. <laughs> right? If they if they had then cast a Chinese actor in a Tibetan role, then they would have been or, racist. Like, what, if, what, if they, what if they wanted to just like went Korean and just like, what are you guys doing? Like that. Exactly. Um, so it was kind of like there was like a no-win yeah. scenario for them. Uh, yeah, and I so. mean it's hard because like the origin story of Doctor Strange is like incredibly racist. So it's just kind of well, a lot from what all the old Marvel comics are <laughs> yeah, in some true. ways. But I mean, Doctor Strange almost more than most. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, um, but I thought that for what it what it's worth, I think they handled it tastefully. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I thought Tilda Swinton was one of the best parts of the movie. Like, her character and her, her action scenes, like, her all-knowingness. Um, yeah. David, you were gonna say something? Yeah, so I'm gonna talk about some visuals in this movie and seeing this baby in IMAX. Oh, yeah, IMAX was worth it. I mean, we went, we drove, and we, I think it definitely was worth it. Like, seeing the city collapse on itself uh, in the mirror... Dimension. 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 <laughs> Dimension oh, 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 now Aaron space. knows the name. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> oh, man, but it's yeah, so, so fun like, to so like, break, like, when they would break the glass, you know, or just, yeah. it was just, one, it was wonderfully shot. And as, like, Jacob mentioned earlier to me, like, like right after we saw the movies, like, imagine how many, like, people went into, like, making one of those scenes. I was yeah. like, oh, you know, it's probably like, a lot. Every frame of I that is kind of so detailed. It's crazy. Yeah, there's so much, like, and what I did like, because a, lo- a lot of time in movies nowadays, there's always, there's so always so much going on uh, on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you your mind, you know, gets over-processed. You, it's hard to track what's actually going on. But in this like, movie, uh, Michael Bay film or a <laughs> George Lucas film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just keep them coming. Just not. But in this movie, I didn't. Find them up I, didn't I did not feel that. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. still plenty going on, but like the way you would build or fold, like it, it would like, make sense. It's not just like explosion, flying, person, you know? Yeah. And that's everything. That's like everything really... like made sense and fit together, which was really nice because you know i'm not getting a headache trying to figure out oh like there's the actor like in the middle of like a million moving parts even though that's technically what it was mm-hmm. that that's just so mostly a testament to the director whose name i already forgot scott uh scott derrickson thank you scott derrickson and just the editing in general um the way the action scenes were cut were really great um i don't know i don't know man what else david <clears throat> a, a cough. Yeah. Yeah, that was sorry. his favorite part of the movie when Doctor Strange coughed and he blew up the universe because that's what magic does. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else do I like about this movie. I liked. I I liked um, him as as the dot as like the surgeon and like his the way. How do you pronounce the actor's name? I, I always mess it up no matter Benedict what. Benedict Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch? Be- thank you. Ben dude, that dude. All I right. love the way he portrayed <laughs> the surgeon and Doctor Strange. Like when he was a surgeon, like he was just like, oh yeah, 
I'm doing this spinal surgery. And then he's like, yeah, I'll name any song that you play for me. And then like the way he was just like treating his like, ne- like he literally had a nurse in the surgery just to play music, to pick music for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I very, was like, wow. Like, very um, Iron Man-esque at the beginning. There. Yeah. Yes. And so inter- I'm interested to see. And like towards the end, he kind of got that way as well too. Like once he like, you know, realize like, oh, I can like control all this stuff. Like, I'm, yeah, once so he gains I'm interested his to see. Yeah, because you know when he's talking to Thor, he's like, "So why is your brother like? You know, he's talking about his brother. He's like, well, let's get that done. Like, I, I can handle this. Not a big deal. So I'm interested to see how he it stacks up to Iron Man if they like their all their egos go at each other because that's gonna be one fun train ride. See, I love this movie. But more than anything, it scares me for the rest of the Marvel Universe. Because, alright, so Scott Derrickson and uh, C. Robert Cargill wrote Doctor Strange perfectly. You know, he doesn't like, huh, yeah, uh, you died, I'm going to save your life now. <laughs> like, because who cares? Um, you know, that he has the natural law uh, idea kind of built into him. And I feel, mm-hmm. I'm afraid that if, you know, someone doesn't fully understand how to write Doctor Strange and just like, Hey, you remember Quicksilver? <laughs> He's live again now. <laughs> Who even cares? We got alternate universe Iron Man. We got alternate universe Scarlet Witch. <laughs> oh, we don't have to ever have anyone leave again. <laughs> like it's just—it's a little scary, I think. Um, no, no, what's gonna happen? Like when Doctor Strange is gonna come in, Iron Man, Tony Stark is gonna make some device. He's like, "Ha, you can't use any mystical power ever." Oh, it's gonna be like in your, it's gonna be in his suit. It's gonna be like a little gem, and that's what's gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna be so dumb. Uh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Internet, I'm going. I'm going. He's going on the record. On, on the record, some sort, some sort of device is gonna in order because Doctor Strange is super powerful now, and like maybe, mm-hmm. I, and somehow Tony Stark's gonna be like, yeah, I have this all powerful suit. But like you have magic, I don't like that. So we like, gotta stop that. Some something like Magneto's helmet that's oh, yeah. fully explained how it can block uh, Xavier's it's, powers. It something just like does. That. <laughs> because makes it even books. less sense in first class when it's just like, hey, the Soviets made you this. It's like, what? <laughs> when? How? Uh, Why? Good old Soviets. <laughs> I mean, I love first class, but yeah. there's just so many dumb little moments. At least like the that. apocalypse one makes sense. <laughs> like, oh, this all-powerful <laughs> guy makes you this. Okay. Like, all right. Um, yeah, Aaron, what, what do you want to say about it? What do you love about it? I think you guys pretty much mentioned all the stuff I love. Like, the cast. I loved all the cast. Like, I even loved Mass Mikkelsen, even though he was another, you know, pretty much forgettable marvel villain i was like i i I still love him better than just because he has so much goodwill from hannibal and yeah he was definitely i think better than some like maliki i mean that makeup makeup was unforgettable though man those eyes yeah 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 looks like he just got out of a kiss concert (laughs) (laughs) all right so do you want to get into yeah i love the cast love the action scenes loved the score, Michael oh, Giacchino's yeah. score was pretty great. Yeah. I mean, there was I was tr- there was like some video going around like, oh, this theme is the same as his Star Trek theme, and I was like, yeah, I guess, but kind of. <laughs> I still love I it. saw that. I saw that video. It, it it's different enough to be like, this is still great on its own. Um, or plot twist, 
he's actually laying the foundation for Doctor Strange to cross over in the mystical universe because of Star the Trek mirror universe. Oh! It's all connected, Lacey. <laughs> 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 for real though i mean dr strange is their way to like get anything in this universe that they want oh x-men you, so like when fox you're failing X-Men? bankrupt and over. then they yeah. just buy all of D- disney buys all of dc yeah <laughs> batman in avengers age of batman <laughs> guys batman v avengers batman, age yeah, of batman. <laughs> he could destroy all of them and we all know it Batman on the against the Avengers, yeah, yeah. definitely, of course, <laughs> especially Doctor Strange. Yep. But if we seriously though, if we ever got a Justice League versus Avengers movie, I might die. <laughs> like, oh, seeing Zatanna go up against Doctor Strange, that's it, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Guys, do we want to get into the after credit scenes? I suppose uh, the the biggest spoiler moments of this spoiler cast. Um, so let's talk about the first one, the one that was obviously the most exciting. Um, it's all right. So it's a uh, yeah, scene with Thor. Uh, I think it's just a scene from Thor three, like they did with Ant Man. Possibly because like uh, Taika Waititi directed it, so yeah. presumably it might just be a scene from the movie. I'm I'm guessing that's probably what it is. Um, basically, hey, you need to go find your father. That uh, your Loki's here, and if you find your father, you're gonna leave forever. It's like, okay, cool, I'm, I'll go help you. Basically, The only thing that seemed odd, though, is I thought they said that Thor 3 wasn't going to take place on Earth at all. So, so maybe it's I don't not know. a scene from that movie. Like, does it take place after the events of Thor 3, then? No. Whoa, wait, Whoa. what? Whoa. I'm just, I'm just saying they said that Thor three wasn't going to take place on Earth at all, unless maybe they're just right, misleading us or changed it. And it seems like they have a lot going on with you know Gladiator Hulk and having yeah. to fight Hell and the Executioner and all those people. Yeah, it's like I don't know when are they going to find time to go to Earth to search for Odin? But maybe and isn't and because but, he's going to have to stop in to see his love, his human love interest. No, you know? Natalie Portman. No, Natalie Portman's done with the franchise. She's not coming back. You know what? That's okay. How many times her. did people switch actors? They're just going to be like, oh, look at this Natalie Portman lookalike. Guys. No, they're just going to take hey. the girl from Two Broke Girls and be like, yeah, you, I was in love with you the whole time. I, I never even cared about Jane Foster. <laughs> like, you random girl from Two Broke Girls. No, no, ah. Thor and Eric Selvig. I ship it now. I ship it now, too. <laughs> Let's make it happen, universe. Um, I don't know, but- no, oh. that's that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering if it like takes place after Thor three, because otherwise, wouldn't we have also heard if Doctor Strange played a big role in Thor three? It seems weird that they would be able to keep it that quiet. You know, but what what could possibly what movie could they possibly be alluding to then? The next Avengers movie. I don't know. Doctor Strange sling ring analogies, and it's literally just gonna be him doing the weird. It just it just seems like a lot for Thor three to tackle. I mean, I think Taika Waititi is a great director, and I'm really excited for the movie. But well, to be honest, I was really excited for Thor three because I thought he was gonna be in it. But if he's not, I'd be like, well, at least Hulk's in it, I guess. Uh... I mean, I think that's what it was meant to hint at, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying. They said it wasn't going to take place on Earth. And now it is well, going to take here, place on Earth. They're going to search for Odin on Earth. Maybe that's not 
why they're searching. Well, maybe hell is just the center of the of the earth. You know, maybe hell is Washington D.C. Hell is, a, hell is January. a person. Exactly. Think about it. What? <laughs> oh no, I think it's like hell up. <laughs> Aaron just completely because they cast Kate Blanchett because they gender swapped it. Uh, Kate Blanchett's boy. a great actress. That's awesome. Um. Yeah, I don't Second know. Second scene? Part of me thinks... Well, uh, part of me thinks that this is a scene that takes place before Thor 3, maybe. And that explains his taking part in Thor 3. Maybe. But if it takes place before Thor 3, yeah. then we missed a huge chunk where Thor discovered that Loki had impersonated Odin, yeah. and a part where Thor and Loki need to get Odin back. Yeah. So I, that, it, I definitely wouldn't too? think it takes place before the movie. Maybe it takes place I still, in the, I don't know. Have you, yeah, I Thor, two, Thor, Thor 2 ends with Loki. Well, it's too ah. late. It's already spoiled. What? Loki is Odin. <laughs> All right, we here we go. About <laughs> We've talked about it I several times on this podcast. We talked about it in a video once. You knew this. <laughs> I always try to, yeah, I always take out my headphones. No, okay. Anyway, it's not even that big of a spoiler. That movie sucks. <laughs> no one should ever see it. But Thor 3, if Doctor Strange is in it, which I guess is what we're supposed to take from it. I mean, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm going off on these weird theories because I don't understand it's where confusing. it's supposed to fit in. But I think the implication is that Doctor Strange will be in this movie to some capacity. Which will be awesome because then it's like basically not even a Thor movie anymore because Thor movies are not good. Uh, hey, hey, first Thor movie. Is decent. Still great. Decent. Um, let's move on to second scene then Uh, we get to see uh, Mordo go in and take uh, I forget the character's name but just take his uh, take his magic away from him says he goes all Scarlet Witch and he's like no no more no more wizards it's it's basically like the Sinestro end credit scene from Green Lantern but we're actually going to see what happens next that's a good point it is (laughs) completely mess up the entire movie (laughs) that's a good point I never even thought of it that way yeah, I guess right. I mean, that's what it is. It's like the ally in this group of warriors, and then he turns evil. Yeah. Or thinks he has a better way to do it than the leaders. Yeah. All right, I have a very big question, though. Okay. So that scene happens, and then all of a sudden it cuts to this big black screen with Doctor Strange will return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in they your personal problem. opinion, do you, do you like, like, that's how they portray, like... Like, so they'll give you the scene, and do you like how they have this, like, big awkward cut, like, hey, he's coming back, or do you prefer them not to do that? I mean, they've done it since the beginning, so I can't really, I don't really know anything different, I guess. They haven't done it. What do you mean, when did they start doing that? Since Iron Man. They didn't Man. do it since the beginning. I think they started doing it with yeah, Thor. Are you sure? I'm pretty yeah, sure so. at the end they of They haven't Iron done Man. it since the very beginning, no. Because that'd be very cocky to do it on Iron Man 1 before they... <laughs> what if they did that for Fantastic Four? The 2015 <laughs> Fantastic Four will return. All right, maybe you're right. But they've been doing it since 2011 at the very least. So, I mean... So, back to my question. Do you like that's Like, that's how they handle it? Or do you prefer just to, like, take the end scene and let it... Because, like, I'm both ways. Because, like, wh- when they did it at the end of Captain America... Civil War, because they did it with Spider-Man. They're, they basically said, Spider-Man will return. And I just, like, lost my, like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, we already knew he was going to return, yeah. though, because they had announced the movie long before Civil War yeah, came out. Yeah, but, 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 like, that that's when it hit me. But, like, when they did it at, like, the end of Doctor Strange, I was just like, well, that was awkward. Like, th- like I kind of already knew who's returning. So, like, what's your what's your opinion? Like, how do I you mean, feel about it? I don't really feel anything about it, really. It's just a, wow. it's just a cut. No and opinion it's like, on okay. a movie? Okay, well, it's, I don't really view Aaron? the end credit scenes as, like, part of the movie, I what, guess. Okay, what, like, question. Previews. When you buy the DVD... Yeah, that scene incorporated on the DVD. I never watched the end credit scenes again. Answer my question. Yeah. You never watched them again? You don't even fast forward through the credits to watch them again? Because I already know. It's just a little trailer for the next movie. Yeah, but they're they're fun. Well, not all of them. Like the Avengers shawarma scene. Shawarma scene, I'll give it to you. I'll give you the shawarma scene. That's the one. Avengers is, like, the only movie that I'm like, okay, I'll watch both of these, because the Thanos reveal is really cool, too. Alright, only ones that I'm like, I'll watch these. You got the Captain America one that's, like, completely stupid. You got the Thor one, which is just Loki in a mirror. Oh, oh, great, great end credit scene, guys. Really wanted this. That one didn't even help with what happened to the Avengers. It's like, what? It's like he's influencing Selvig, but then that never plays into anything. No. That was when but Paramount I, had the I will stand in. by that the Captain America Winter Soldier, the second end credits scene, is horrible. should have been at the end of the movie. Yeah, it, it should not have been there. You're right. It, it felt it, like they it needed sh- a new one. It should have been the end of the movie. Yeah. What's the first one, though? Uh, oh, introduction of Quicksilver yeah, and Scarlet that's Witch. Right. That's right. Again, and just a one? preview for Avengers 5. Or 5? Avengers. Avengers <laughs> 5. Man, they're really pushing their luck now. <laughs> they're like, we're going to give you the Avengers 5 preview at the end of Avengers 2, okay? That's how we're going now. Well, I'm sure Fantastic Beasts will do something like that with their five <laughs> movies announced already. Well, nice transition. That. Nice transition. Well, well, we're not done. I mean, we haven't even talked about the scene at all. <laughs> like, we did talk, kind of talk about I it. I mean, like, it's, we can basically like assume... Sinestro. It's like Sinestro, but yeah. we're going to see what happens. We can basically uh-huh. assume Mordo is going to be the villain in the next Doctor Strange movie, basically. Presumably. I mean, since I already... I wasn't sure if they were going to actually go for Dormammu in this one or not, mm-hmm. or like try to save, awkwardly save him for the sequel. But at a certain point, they started talking up so much, I'm like, okay, they're going to use Dormammu in this one. And then they did. So it's like, he, Doctor Strange really doesn't have that many iconic villains. No. From which um, have Dormammu and Mordo. But here's the Those thing, like he doesn't kill Dormammu. Dormammu could come back at any time. True, true. But just like the, the way they've made him in this universe, it's like he doesn't seem like a threat that could sustain a whole movie by himself, in no. a sense, you know? But maybe Thanos wants to be buddy-buddy with him. Like, of hey. course. What, what, was, oh, what was the villain's name? Caecilius? Caecilius, yeah. Yeah. Caecilius? Him and uh, his followers got turned into mindless ones at the very end there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they are setting up a Dormammu return. Or it could just That's be one of those, like, comic teases. Because those are, like, Dormammu's minions in the comics are the mindless ones, which are just, like, these gray hulking beasts with, like, one eyeball that shoot laser beams. What if, what if Dormammu, like... He's like, I'll be back when I learn the concept of time. And he like goes and like reads books about time. He's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta know. <laughs> and uh, then he comes back and he's like, I can't, you can't trick me there now, Mister Strange. Oh Maybe man, he'll... that joke though. Um, what? That joke Mr. though. Oh, Mister Doctor. Yeah, Mister Doctor. Uh, it's strange. strange. <laughs> Maybe. 
Who am I to judge? <laughs> That's such a great line. It's so great. All right, guys. Are we all good with Doctor Strange? I think so. All right. Let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. Oh, boy. I wonder what makes Albus Dumbledore so fond of you, Mr. Scamander. We got a big, long slate yeah. of films. I know. I didn't know I was running a mile today. No. <laughs> yeah. Let's Ready start with the one. sprint through the movies, but no, I got to drag this one out. So lead off, Jacob. Uh, we're going to start with Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, wow. film I'm, I'm going to open up saying... For. I'm going to open up saying that looks awful and I don't want to see it. The reviews are really good. Yep, the Harry Potter universe is a joke. Get angry at me, internet. Okay. Next. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> not how that's going to oh, work. You, uh, I said next, up, like, next as next opinion. I guess oh, Jacob oh, okay. doesn't want his opinion stated about this movie. Eric? Uh, yep, uh, yeah, I guess we're just going to move on, because um, I'm not really that excited for it either. So far, 24 oh. reviews, 100%. Uh, it gives me a little bit of hope. Not one of them yet has said it's a bad movie, um, which is exciting. Uh this is very much to me Don't going to be the fantastic. Harry Potter one. Hey. I see what you did there. Uh, this is very <laughs> much going to be the Harry Potter one to the Harry Potter uh, to very. God, I wish I knew how to talk. The, the Harry Potter one <laughs> to the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Um, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be just a fun magical film um, with less darkness than you'd probably expect uh, from. The end of the Harry Potter films. I've heard it's. I've heard it's more dark really? than people are expecting. Yeah, because yeah. it's set in set in America. You know, America's just got a lot more stuff going on than you know. Well, the twenties. That was right before the uh, the Great Depression. Are we going to get into the Great Depression in these movies? <laughs> How great would well, that be? The, the whole franchise is supposed to take place over like what seventeen years, whatever. Because they confirmed that it will like end with Dumbledore fighting off against that. Other Grindelwald? evil wizard dude. I didn't know I that. I don't know the lore enough. Grindelwald? Oh my god. Yeah. I hate yeah. that Johnny Depp is playing him, but oh my god, if that's where they're going with this, this is going yeah. to be the coolest thing ever. This is that's right they, up my alley right say. now. Aaron, thank you. I'm really excited now. Why, why am I paying more attention to this than you are? I'm because not Johnny, really excited. I'm going, in, I'm going in knowing Johnny as little Depp's as possible. I, yeah, I don't like Johnny Depp. Um... Yeah, you got a great cast. You got Eddie Redmayne. You got Ezra Miller and Colin Farrell, who I didn't even realize was in it until I like saw like a clip online. I was like, oh, Colin Farrell now. Okay, I'm down with that. And then even John Voight for some reason. But like, I love you, John Voight. Be in all of my movies. <laughs> like, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, say what you will about David Yates as a director. Uh, you know, he's I got could that. say a lot. Yes, <laughs> he's got that uh, legend of Tarzan. But um. I think David Yates directed from Harry Potter 5 on, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. And, uh, I mean, those are some of the he's best five ones. 5 on, and now he's going to direct all five of these. Yeah, I mean, really. Uh, Harry Potter 5, I didn't like so much when I saw it at the first time. But going back and watching it again, I'm like, take away the fact that it excludes so much from the book, and this is a great film, uh, especially that. Dumbledore. So basically, so basically you're just again. like, oh, yeah, like, even though it doesn't have all this stuff, I still like it because I'm a diehard fan. You're one of those people. It's a standalone. Okay. It's a standalone. Like, you can't be like, hey, this book and this movie are 
you know, especially with a book that's 800 pages, you're not going to get everything uh, in a two-hour It's, it's like saying, oh, so, like, I love listening to this uh, album. I wonder what, like, the next album that this band puts out is, and it's utter trash. But you're like, man, I love this band, so I'm going to keep listening to this album. So, Not the same. Exactly the same. Those are the same mediums, but whatever, David, I'll give it to you. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to Edge of Seventeen, a film that I think looks charmingly funny. Um, I don't know about. I will not be spending my it. money on this movie. I feel like I, I, I won't. Oh my god, guys! We got emails, and I completely what? forgot to read them. <laughs> what? We got emails for Doctor Strange. Oh, <laughs> email, email. <laughs> Sorry, Caroline. We got email. <laughs> We're going to do this real quick. I just saw Doc... All right, this is from Caroline. <clears throat> hey, guys, I just saw Doctor Strange for the second time and loved it just as much as the first. Such an enthralling story and cool special effects. What did you guys think, and how do you think it will tie in with the rest of the universe with the eluded appearance in the next Thor movie? We basically covered all that, but I just wanted to... Uh... I completely forgot. Sorry, Caroline. But how about, how about you now just cut it? <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. Are your editing skills that on point that you could like? I could do that. Yeah. Cut the section out. Well, tag except it for on how much there. I laughed during it, they're gonna be like, "Why is he laughing now?" <laughs> like, I'm just gonna leave it in this section. Anyway, thank you, Caroline. Uh, I think we basically covered um, background. Uh, yeah, so Edge of Seventeen. We're never gonna get another email again. You just yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Destroying our, our relations. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we got Haley Steinfeld, we got Woody Harrelson, um, and those are basically our leads. Uh, looks very much Juno, uh, slash, uh, Easy A, got, like if you mix those com- two movies together. They got compared to both of those, so. What? I saw, I saw a trailer, like, during The Walking Dead, it said, this movie has been compared to all these movies, and then it said, like. Juno, Easy A, oh, blah, blah, blah. Awesome. And it literally listed off like every basic movie in the past like 10 years. I was like, wow. Have you guys seen can't wait to see this Juno stuff. and Easy A? Or no? I think I've seen Easy A like way back when. Aaron? What? Have you seen oh, Juno seen and those. Easy A? Huh? Yeah, I've seen those. Okay, yeah. I've seen both of those. I mean, you liked them, right? Am I alone on yeah. this? Yeah. So if no, I like them. Anything like those, I'll, I'll, be in, I'll enjoy I mean, it. I feel... Yeah, I feel like this film is definitely, you know, up my alley, you know? Yeah, like it's these very coming of age. Quirky coming of age comedy dramas. Like, that. that's that's my jam. Yeah, you know? I'm pretty excited for this, actually. Oh my god, Aaron. <laughs> what? Can I not use the phrase, that's my jam? That's my jam. <laughs> just, the I, way you, just the way you handled it, you're like, oh, these coming to age awkward quirky jammers. Like, yeah, bro, like, that's my jam. And like, that's me. Like, you sound like I'm like an awkward teen coming to age right there. Like, holy crap. <laughs> I think I am. Maybe I am. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Also, like, with a mix of super bad almost as well. I don't know. It, it, yeah, yeah, I guess what? Super bad was in that list, too. See, I haven't seen this trailer, so I don't know what's happening. Um, so yeah, Edge of Teen, I'll probably end up seeing that for next week. I think Caroline really wants to go. So we'll Yeah, I probably won't see it in theaters, but it's definitely one I'll check out on DVD. Alright. So here's a movie I'm not excited for at all. Bleed for this. Uh, the Miles Teller, Aaron Eckhart uh, jam. 
Aaron's got me saying you jam. you like Miles now. Teller, though. I don't like Miles. <laughs> when have we ever liked Miles Teller on this podcast? The only good part you... about this is watching him get punched in the face for boxing. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to say that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was my line for this movie. <laughs> Dude, when we went to go see Fantastic Four, like, man, Miles Teller is really good, and like, he, yeah, this he's is a great first actor. superhero movie. I think yeah, he's I just, just said... a prick. What? Miles Teller? What about him? He's a prick. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I didn't know where we were going with this. Yeah, no, he just. I mean, like, he, he. There's been stories from sets, and he seems like he's very um entitled. Um, <laughs> I mean. Well, I... I don't want to go see this movie if it's not from the Rocky franchise. It, it's about boxing. I don't want to see oh, it. Too what? many boxing movies. Why are yeah? Why are there so many boxing movies this year? It feels like. It's Hands like, of Stone. We just talking about this like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Hands of Stone I mean, was the other one. And is there a huge market out there for boxing dramas? You have to figure there is because there's like two every year, like every I'm, year. I mean, there were there were like. Seven Rocky movies on top of Creed. So no, it's, Creed is the seventh one. Creed is seven. Okay. So once like once that like series kind of died down, they're like, oh look, we have all this open like public now because like not because you know if, if two movie if a Rocky movie came out and another boxing movie came out, guess what everyone was going to go see the Rocky movie. Well, but now there was a there. movie that came out last year that made a lot of money that wasn't Rocky. That was a boxing movie. It was Southpaw. Southpaw, Did that make a lot of money? It it made like it? way over its budget. I'm not sure it made that much money, but like they can make these monies, these monies, they can make these <laughs> movies <laughs> for so cheap. I don't want. I'm not really interested in this Miles Teller movie. No, me. Either. I'm not either. I mean, I saw the trailer. And I saw the just, trailer like three times tonight. I'm like, it's like Doctor it Strange without the magic. Kind of, I suppose. He just gets in a car <laughs> accident. He doesn't. Doctor Strange doesn't go back to surgery. Well, that's true. Oh, wait, Aaron, is your phone working? Yeah. Okay, I gotta send you a, a Spongebob meme that I sent oh, Jacob. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Right. Nocturnal Animals, a film I'm actually really excited for. I know very little of what it's about, but just like Aaron, you said last night, cast alone. Um, we got Jake Gyllenhaal, we got Amy Adams, Michael Shannon, Aaron Tyler Johnson, Isla Fisher, Army Hammer, and uh, Laurie, Laura Linney, sorry. Well, I wish I knew how to speak. That's like a great cast. Like, how do you that, get that a cast a great like cast. that? For like a film that has, I mean, I'm assuming not that big of a budget. Um, but uh, reviews beforehand are in. Uh, it's certified fresh at nine, or 97, 79%. Um, now, the thing that scares me about some of these reviews is that they're saying it's style over substance, mm-hmm. which is exactly what they said about... And, uh, and you hated the Neon Demon. <laughs> yeah, exactly what they said about Neon Demon. And so I'm hoping I'm not let down like I was with Neon Demon. Um, I don't know. I, what, what else do you have to say about it? Anything? I mean, yeah, like you said, I don't really know what the movie's about that much. I mean, it's a thriller, and I think it's like... Jake Gyllenhaal, like, writes a book about his ex-wife that's, like, inspired by his ex-wife, and it's about, like, how the character inspired by her gets brutally murdered or something. Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm trying to piece together this plot, but... A thriller? I'll go see it. Sign me (laughs) up, guys. Yeah, it's it's not wide release this coming week. I don't... 
think it is. Is it? If there, if there's th- no inter- internet, if there's thriller in like the genre, just throw the movie at me because you know I will watch it. Gotta love that's, those thrillers. That's the a, best movie ever. Best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Manchester by the Sea, a film that has loads of praise. Um, 98% with 42 reviews at the moment. Um, Casey Affleck, uh, Kyle Chandler, Michelle Williams. Uh, another film I don't know too much about. I'm, I'm hoping it comes out near me. I want to go in knowing very little. Uh, but well, I mean, then, right this weekend, it's only in uh, New York, L.A., okay. but I don't know when it will expand. No, hopefully, hopefully. Never. Because this, just from the posters and the pictures, this will be uh, very much Oscar. Uh, something's getting nominated from this movie. Uh, right, right. <laughs> you can definitely tell it's one of those. So hopefully I'll be able to see it before the actual Oscars happen. I mean, it's an Amazon Studios production, so I might oh, just wait awesome. for it to hit Prime if it's not playing in a theater near me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but, they hit them pretty quick. Yeah, they seem to hit them like extremely quick. Yeah, just the way they hit them, you know? Yep. Oh, <laughs> I don't <okay>. know. <laughs> uh, let's well, move on. You, bo- you both are like, oh, they hit it quick. And you're like, yeah, they do hit it quick. I was like, it I hit, guess it they hits do. Amazon Prime quick. <laughs> And now, uh, I, just guys. To, I just wanted to play along. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've seen the trailer for this, like the same trailer. I've seen it like multiple times in front of movies I've seen recently. And I mean, like, I'm still not entirely sure, like, what exactly it's about. I guess it's just like Casey Affleck, like, his brother dies, and then so yeah. he becomes the guardian of his nephew, and he has to decide whether he wants to move to, you know, become his guardian or stay where he's living and stuff. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the plot doesn't sound that great just based on that summary, but I feel like I'm definitely missing, you know, the standout elements of it by describing it that way. Yeah. I mean, it's rare that the critics are this wrong and everyone's saying they love it. So, um, it's pretty exciting. Uh, that should be one that, I'm assuming we'll see eventually. Guys, uh, let's talk about Bastille Day. Oh, I'm sorry. The take. Um, the Idris Elba. I don't know why you're joking about that. Why? Okay, I'm joking about them changing the name. I'm not joking but, about the horrible tragedy. Well, I mean, that's why they changed the name, though. But, all right, here's why I'm joking about it. Everyone who's listening can't see this, but on Flickster, they have Bastille Day in parentheses still. Yep. <laughs> like, so they changed the name, but they still they still want you to know. Um, it's Idris it's Elba taken. stopping a terrorist attack that happens on Bastille Day, but then they had to rename it because An of some uh, real life events. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's taken, basically. It's yeah, the but same. with Idris Elba, and you know, yeah, Idris Elba is a great actor. I mean, not that Liam Neeson's not fun as well, but... No, Liam Neeson's a great actor as well. Um, can Idris Elba just be James Bond already? I just want him to be James Bond. Just get it over with. This is obviously what he's building towards for his career. But Lacey, he's too street. Please tell me That's... no one actually said that. Yeah, someone... I, I think it was one of the prior James Bonds. I forget which one. 
Oh no. I forget which one. But it was probably the guy. He was too oh, straight. God, that's horrible. He's more straight. He's more straight than Daniel Craig, who's gone on record saying he'd rather slit his wrist than play another James Bond movie. Because that's pretty straight well, when, to me. When he says street, he you know what he means. means. Street. <laughs> he's being utterly racist. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I mean, I was trying to dance around it, but no, yeah, might it's as okay. well just I think we can cut for. A- I think we can call out racism. I think that's... I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, man, why are you calling out those racists? What's up with that? I, no one's going to say that, well, except for actual racists. Well, I mean, if, well, if, yeah. we have any, if we have any... View, oh, never mind, I'm not going to say that. If we have any racists, I mean, we leave. Any racists, get out. Don't listen to this anymore. Yeah, get away. I mean, we're not that desperate. No. we Believe me, we don't need your listens, you trash. All right. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> What is this episode? <laughs> now we have become the boys. <laughs> oh my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. Please don't. Anyway. I mean, you know what? I'm not going to apologize. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh my god. Let's move on. So what have we been watching this week? There are days that define your story beyond your life. Like the day they arrived. Um, guys, let's talk about the one we've all seen first. And let's dance very lightly around it. Because the way to see this movie... Oh, did David see it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, boy. My dad... I went to go see my dad for his birthday, and he took me out to go see it. So, it was what we were talking about is Arrival. Um, we're we're going to dance so, so lightly around this. Because the way to see this is to know nothing about it. Um, I think that's truly the best way to see it. Guys, my number one movie of the year right now. Um, it's hard. I mean, like, The Witch was number one before this. And I'm... In my personal tastes, I lean more towards sci-fi than horror, uh, 10 times out of 10. So that's mostly why it hits number one. But also just, oh my god, guys, what a great film. I Someone else, take take it away. It, I, I went in and I was very happy and pleasantly surprised in the way that they took it. Because I wasn't expecting, I don't know what I was, I wasn't really expecting anything in the way they, that they took it. I was very happy with. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the very beginning, I felt the pacing was a little weird, but then as I look back at it, I'm like, eh, no, it was fine. But I, but I don't know. Maybe that was just because my dad was like trying to answer the phone and like next to me at the movies. So oh I was my pretty god! About that, Mr. Becker. <laughs> How dare no. you? No, like he just kept ringing. He like looked at it like. You can do so, yeah. But I, I want to talk <laughs> right. about this movie, I know you do. Um, and I was thinking maybe of doing like a spoiler cast next week, but like I said to you earlier, um, this feels like a movie that's going to have like long legs on it. Uh, people are going to be seeing this right up until the Oscars <laughs> because <laughs> shut up, <laughs> because. Uh, this is Amy Adams. If Amy Adams does not get nominated for Best Actress, I will be so surprised. But at the same time, the Oscar, the Academy 
typically shuns sci-fi movies and genre movies. So that's true. I don't but how know. could you shun this? This is. I mean, I feel like there's a chance for it to get a best uh, picture nom. Maybe I mean, depending on what the competition is shaping up to be. It's not going to win. You ever really? Even oh, I loved it. it yeah. yeah, Aaron. What have you? What do you? Yeah. I mean, like you said, I don't really want to get into specifics, but. You know, it just, the acting was incredible. It visually was incredible. And just, I did not know what direction they were going to go with it. But it was incredible. It's a great direction. Um, Yeah, man. I just, I loved every second of it. I found, I was, the whole time I wasn't ever like, oh, that's a weird shot. The shots in this are beautiful. Just absolutely gorgeous. Um uh, I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't even think I finished my thought back there, but I was like, yeah. Um, I don't think we're gonna do a spoiler cast. People are going to be seeing this right up until the Oscars, so we don't want to spoil it. I want and like this is a movie that I want to go see again in theaters, which is like not usually a thing for Honestly, me. I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Which is like really? my thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I want it that? to be what it was, and then have it just be this, like, experience that I had. And then maybe I'll go back to it in, like, a year or two. But, like, right now, for right now, this was, like, the best movie experience I've had in a long, long time. And I don't want that to be, like, tainted or, like, you know. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, the movie definitely, I don't think, would work as well, the second viewing. No. But because when you know what's coming, it's, like, I mean, it's still going to be a good movie, oh, yeah, obviously, no, no, but no. there's there's nothing like that initial experience, like being along with this sense of discovery with the characters. Yeah. You can't ever get that back. But Like, I can understand wanting to go see it again, though. Um, you know, knowing but, what you know and then seeing it again. Um, but yeah, let, we're getting way too close to spoilers, guys. Let's move on. Uh, definitely, I think we're getting, you're, it's getting a resounding go see it from all of us. Um yes. I mean, sure. Aaron, where, where did it end up for you on your list? Have you decided yet? I ended, I ended up at number two. <sighs> I don't know. I, but again... I, the, I couldn't put it above The Witch. Yeah. Again, you are more leaned towards horror in your That's mind. That's true. So, I mean, I think it's just more what your preference is genre-wise. And it um, might change by the end of the, the year. I think it's just, like, like, one of the criteria I have in the ranking of this list is, like, the impact it had on me. Like, did it right. make me feel something? Did it change the way I thought about something and like did it leave this lasting impact so, and, like, so it's like a fine wine that's something that needs to be sipped and thought about oh, this movie right is right so wine. maybe oh. if I come back to my thoughts on this movie after a while and it's still that vivid in my mind you got, like, you got, which twirl, is. You got twirl in the glass to act to because like, like I was telling you Lacey when you watched it right <laughs> 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 like I was telling you Lacey like the the ending of the witch has just been like seared yeah. in my brain and since i saw it in february that's one of the best so, i mean they're right neck and neck really i mean they're both outstanding films um i just think i give the edge slightly to arrival um i'm not gonna say why um guys right let's move on before let's move on. We're, we're gonna get so close um who wants to go first aaron you want to go first this week i can go for it buddy all right, so I saw four 2016 films this week. Right. Uh, one of them was Arrival. We talked about that. Every time. He wants to have more what? 2016 movies than me every time. 
I will audience. have more by the end of the year. Audience. It's my goal. I, I know. I know you will. I don't. <laughs> anyway, what, what what are the other ones you saw? I saw Moonlight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about this. Yeah, so this was very, a great movie. Like, really incredible. Like, I basically only saw it because of the critical acclaim it was getting. Like, I yeah. hadn't even heard of it, really. But then it comes out, has, like, a 98% on the tomato meter yeah. or whatever. Got, like, an A from the AV club. And I was like, all right, probably should go see this since yeah. it's playing at my local theater. And it was, uh, it was definitely incredible. Like, just... It's it's basically like this coming of age story about this gay black man. It like follows him in like three different uh, times in his life, and it's but it's just like he's played by like a different actor in each of these three seg- segments that like oh, look at okay. his life, and they all just do such an amazing job. But like if not if no one from this film gets nominated for best actor at the Oscars, then we definitely have to riot because like everyone is cast. <laughs> Whoa! 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 I mean, like, whoa! I mean, (laughs) that is Aaron's personal opinion. It is not the opinion of the podcast, and not not a violent riot. The views held by expressed in this work of art are are not. Remember remember that episode when we kept on talking about burning down buildings for whatever reason. (laughs) Aaron, let let me see this movie first, and then I can riot. But like, I can't riot with you until I actually like see the movie. Right. Well, I'm here to tell you that you should see this movie because it's not like, it's like America. Why riot for something that you know little about? I mean, right? Sorry, 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 I lost it. <laughs> um, I yeah, I I've tried to see this after. I mean, we talked about it on Tuesday night, Aaron, and mm-hmm. I was like. This might be what I need right now to get over what happened and um, <laughs> the mess. And uh, right, I mean, this was supposed to be my just like I saw this in between when the uh, the polls closed and before results came in. So I was like, this will keep my mind on things for a couple hours, and then it turned into like my sole solace for the evening. I was like, well, at least this movie exists. At least there's some so I have that. People. Um. Yeah, I, I tried to see it around us. No theaters are playing it, so it's definitely still in like really limited release. But I think yeah. it's supposed to be continually expanding. Good, because I'm I'm super interested in this. This seems like uh, I, I'd be quite interested in this film. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but I mean, definitely just. But I'm serious. Like the acting in this film is incredible. Like every single actor and actress in this film, they all do a fantastic job, and one of them needs to get nominated for an award at least yeah and just the directing is also incredible it's a very beautiful film it's just like it's a very real film it's a very powerful film i think if i had to give a complaint like the only reason this film didn't rank higher for me on my list of 2016 films i think it ended up being like number six okay i think and that was basically because like i felt like it didn't end up being more than the sum of its parts, you know? Oh, like, yeah. every single piece of this film is incredible in isolation. Like, you can pick out the acting and the directing and the score and all this as incredible. But I just feel like when it ended, it didn't quite have, like, that kind of impact that I was looking for. Like, it didn't, like... Finish? Change. It didn't like, bring it, it all together? It didn't... It, 
kind of brought it all together, but it just never did something. It never became bigger than what it was, which maybe is the point. Like maybe it's just supposed to be like this story about this one guy, just, you know, this very intimate human story. But at the same time, it's like, I felt like maybe it was lacking that one extra little bit to make it truly great. Yeah, I can so, understand that. I mean, I would still highly, highly recommend it. I just that's just the reason why it wasn't higher in my list of ranking films. All right, yeah, I can see that. But also, the great films of 2016 are piling up now, so it's they really hard, are. It's it's more heartbreaking to drop ones out of my top ten now. It is. I mean, Hill Caesar dropped out of my top five, and that was heartbreaking to me. I was like, I love this movie so much, but I just can't justify it. All right, so this week I also saw Eye in the Sky. Oh, yeah, 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 you told me about this one as well. Is it the sequel to Eagle Eye? Oh, God, I sure hope not. <laughs> oh, I sure hope so. <laughs> I mean, I guess it tackles similar subject material in a sense, just kind of like that Is prevalence of surveillance in, in the modern world kind of thing. What about but, Michelle no. Monaghan? No. Okay. They're not done. But you do have but Todd is uh, what? Todd from Bojack Horseman. <laughs> oh, Aaron Paul? Aaron, yeah, Aaron Paul. <laughs> You're confused because you call him Todd from Bojack Horseman as opposed to, you know No, I call him Todd. Jesse from Breaking Bad. I've never seen Breaking Bad. What? I've seen Bojack Horseman though. I know, but most people know him from Breaking no, Bad. He's so Todd. Just but you also <laughs> had uh Alan Rickman in his final live action role, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, that that was kind of cool to just see him on screen again. I was like, I miss you, Alan Rickman. You, yeah. You're a great actor. For sure. And uh, you had Helen Mirren. She yeah. did a phenomenal job. Good. I mean, pretty much expected, but... She'll get a nomination. No doubt. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Are you like kidding? This... this is, like, right up, like, Academy Award Alley. But it came out too early in the year. Oh, I don't know true. if there's going to be enough buzz around it by Oscar It depends season. on how much they pay to get it nominated. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but no, I thought it was a very, very fascinating movie. Just uh, the acting was incredible. It's just very tense because like it all unfolds in like real time as they try to deal with you know, whether to go through with this drone strike or not. Right. So you're and like it's a very... Uh, interesting movie in that it's asking you to engage with like these tough moral dilemmas with the characters like you know is it right to go through with this drone strike if it potentially kills this child and other nearby civilians and stuff like that and like it keeps on you know making you bounce back and forth between these uh viewpoints and then i but i think the film kind of lost me at the end because it leaned too far to one side okay you know yeah. what i'm saying I like it, it made its position known too much and i feel like the film would have worked better if it would have left it, it it up to the audience you know like let us grapple with this moral question answer it for us or like try to lead us towards one answer right i feel like it would have worked better to leave it more uh uncertain on where the film stood right but at the same time it's still a very interesting, very well-acted, very well-crafted film. So I would recommend it. Okay. I'll probably watch it. I'm probably going to get that Amazon uh, Amazon Prime video, finally. Mm-hmm. Aaron's been begging me to. And 
Right. Have I been begging you? To? Yeah, you're like, I oh. mean, you just kind of texted me, and no. I was like, hey, I'm gonna get Prime now. And I was like, oh, cool. No, what what you've been, what you always say, uh, podcast listeners, if you've been listening since the beginning, you've heard him say this every time. I'm like, it's on Amazon. Everyone's like, I don't have Amazon, and then you get sad. <laughs> oh, right, that's true. But then you have to make sure to watch Hannibal when yeah. you have Prime. So I haven't even finished The Crown yet. I haven't even watched another episode. So, I'll get to that, eventually. Aaron, what else you got for us? Right, the final 2016 film I saw for this week was uh, not what, not a good one, not like <laughs> this other three. It was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, Out of the no. Shadows. Oh, no. Is it worse than the first? No, actually. It, okay. I would say it's better than the first one. Okay. It's like it corrects a lot of what the first one did wrong, you know. Like it, it focuses on the turtles, not on April O'Neil slash Megan Fox because she's barely acting in these <laughs> movies at all. And it's it's lighter, it's more colorful. The turtles look less creepy. Nice. I uh... the, the plot is slightly less dumb. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> it, isn't it like the X Men Three dilemma, basically? Where they're like, we can become humans, or we can get rid of our mutant powers, should we? Oh, yeah, that is a plotline. Like, it's barely a plotline. <laughs> okay, this film is such a mess. There is so much going on in this, and, like, none of it gets any worthwhile time at all. Because they, like, they have, like, five villains, and, like, they're introducing Casey Jones as well, and they have this whole subplot where the Turtles could potentially become humans or something. And then, like, Will Arnett is in this, and apparently he gets the credit for defeating Shredder at the end of the first film now, and then he's, like, this big man in the New York City. It's, like, all this dumb stuff. But... I, uh, I watched the CinemaSins video for this, and I'm like, don't have to watch the movie anymore. <laughs> I'm like... I mean, that's probably the better option, because, yeah. I mean... It's there is just there's so much going on. Like they, it basically feels like they felt like, oh, all the Turtles fans want us to do Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady and uh, Casey Jones, and they want us to fix what we did with Shredder, and they want Baxter Stockman, and they want the Turtle Van and all this other stuff. And it's like they tried to cram too much into this movie, so it's just nothing gets any worthwhile amount of time yeah. spent on it. They ran and this the, franchise into the ground in two movies. <laughs> two movies. I mean, it it is better than the first one, I have to say, because it's a bit more... It has more fun with it. Like okay. I'm, I, would, I don't know if I would say it's a fun movie, but the people who put their time and effort into it feels like they were having fun. Okay, it, good. It, it feels like people had fun making it, not necessarily that it's fun to watch, because it is a bit maddening to watch, because it is really, really stupid. <laughs> like, really, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's just so many moments where it's just, like, so absolutely dumb, and you're just like, why? Why would you even go that way? Like, how hard is it to just not be this stupid? I mean, the tur I, the turtles are. I'm convinced that they're impo It's impossible to make them a good movie. I mean, we got the three live well, action ones. We have, Crap. The, we have the classic live action ones. No, they're bad. They're so bad. And then you got TMNT, the twenty or the two thousand and seven one, which is not good either. And then you got these mm -hmm. two. Yay. Yep. 
And we're nef- we're not going to get a third one nope. because it didn't make enough money at all. No, nope. and also because they used every single possible villain, <laughs> out, pretty much. Aaron, I guess maybe they didn't know they had it. we're going to get a sequel, so they, they just probably, crammed it all they in. They pulled one. the uh, oh gosh, nah, I can't remember what I was going to say. Amazing Aaron. Spider-Man two. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah. They assumed they were getting sequels, though. <laughs> That's true, though. That's true. They just crammed everything in, regardless. Yeah. Aaron, what else you got for and, us this week? And then, for TV, I started watching Penny Dreadful. Oh, okay. Any good? It's interesting. I'm not sure if I like it yet. Okay. You know, it's like, it's different from what I expected it to be, and yet, at the same time, I have no idea what I did expect it to be, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, like it's a show i've been meaning to watch for a while now because you know it's basically just like this horror show with this great cast mm-hmm. and a lot of critical acclaim so i'm like okay that you sold me but yeah. at the same time i just i'm not quite sure what their angle is yet and i'm still trying to like figure out exactly what this show is trying to do like it's it's interesting uh eva green is like you know, giving an amazing performance in the show Okay, completely I amazing. like Ava Green. And David just came back, so he's just completely agreeing. <laughs> um, and it's it's very uh, fascinating. It's very visually interesting. They they can they do a very good job with the horror. Penny Dreadful. Uh, Penny Dreadful. Mm-hmm. But at the, I'm just like something's not clicking with me. Yet. Just like I'm not quite sure what this show is trying to do, and if I like the direction it's going in. You know, yeah. no, I, so I I don't, I've, I've only seen three episodes so far, oh, okay. though, so it might take a while to build. Right. Up. Exactly. I mean, there's not that many episodes in the entire show. It has like 27 episodes total. Oh, really? Is but... it a Netflix show? No, it, it was on Showtime. It was like the one Showtime show that actually ended earlier than like 10 seasons. Oh, oh, so it's done. Yeah, it, it ended this year. Oh, OK. Interesting. Three seasons. Interesting. All right. But yeah, so. I don't know. I'm not sure if I like it yet, but I'm watching it still. So. All right. Sounds good. And that was my week. All right. Can, well, can I step up? Go for it. David, you got a you got a little big one. You got a big one. I, I showed you the a, light a on. Little, a little big one. A little big one. A, a, a big pick, as we said so, earlier. That's a I mean, I watch, this is probably, like, I watched a decent amount of movies yeah, early, and I mean, I'm probably going to include. <laughs> I'm going to include week. the clip of you saying, "I watched so much TV," and then I'm like, "What? Were shows? you recording that?" Yeah, I was recording. Oh, nice. that. Right. So I'll probably so, include that at the end. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open up with I watched a lot of Shameless this week. Okay, still good. Oh. Still good. It's still hitting home, and I'm just like, man, this the character development is just like continuous and like just the situations and the comedy and just mm. everything's just like hitting home to me and i'm like something like small will happen i'll be like but 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 no you like you can't you can't do that because this is like like I, i'm i'm in deep and bad how far are you in it so season i'm about to finish up season two okay, oh, okay. so and it's like what seven eight seasons six seasons on netflix seven season seven is showing on I got Showtime right now. But suppose rumor is that this is the last season. But, you know, who knows? Well, 
probably should end up where you run it into the ground like uh, Dexter there. I'm oh, did you trash get that? Show, you like get every that single tweet? podcast now. Did you get that tweet I sent you, Aaron? <laughs> I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aaron, I, 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 I just want to. I just want to let you know I'm watching Dexter next. So. I. I hope you do, just so when you get to the end of it, you can know that I was right, and you can regret that decision. Or I can like I'm just I'm just gonna let you steer off this cliff now, David. I've warned you, and you just have to go ahead and do it now because you obviously won't listen to me. It's something I need to check off. It just it just needs. And to yes, Lacey, there are modern day parallels that you could talk about if you wanted. There, Mister Mister, who still watches? Um, what? Once upon a time, just letting Aaron. people steer into their decision. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Anyway, I, I said, hey, hey, Mr. Okay. Okay. Oh, all the fighting words now. Yeah, okay. Um, um, what else? What else? Yeah. So I watched a movie on Netflix called The Loft. Oh, yeah, oh. did you just watch this because it was a thriller? Heck yeah, I did. You didn't even mind like the six percent Rotten Tomatoes score or any of that or whatever. Nope. It's I don't know if it was six percent exactly, but it was low. <laughs> Jake, want to look it up for me? I'll real look way? it up. Talk about it. Um. Well, it was about the the all, these six was it six guys five guys these five guys. I never actually saw it, but these five guys um had this like loft where they'll like take their mistresses and. Basically, one time they show up and there's a body just chilling there. Like, oh crap, we only have five keys. Who killed who? 14%. And so, yeah. 37% user score. Oh my god, that's a low user score. What's the user score? 37. <laughs> that's really bad. Well, so, did you like this though? Um, they had an actor from Prison Break in it, and I liked him. But the entire movie, I feel like they had like six different ideas going at the same time and they didn't know which way they wanted to go with it so they just threw them all in at the same time they're like oh yeah it'll work you know it, it worked with like a lot of flashbacks and flash forwards and it didn't flow and like but like i, I don't want to say that i enjoyed it but like i was because ha- I, I remember wanting to see it when it first came out Mm-hmm. But I never did. So, like, actually seeing it and, like, being satisfied, like, yeah, I finally saw that movie that I wanted to see. Like, oh, I know, I know that feeling. But, like, so, like, that, that part was fulfilled. But, like, I was just like, wow, that was a movie. And, yeah, that's Such about a good all. cast, too. Carl huh? Urban, it- James Marsden, Eric Stone Street, and then Wentworth Miller. That's a pretty great cast. Populated. Yeah. This is the oh, critics. is this the movie that Wentworth Miller wrote? Uh, is that the, is he from Prison Break? Yeah, yeah, he's the Prison Break guy slash Captain Cold from Flash. I don't know. Read it. Or, uh, look it up. I'm going to read the critics' consensus. Populated with characters as unpleasant as its sleazy storyline, The Loft is as uninhibitable, uninhibitable for all but the least demanding erotic thriller fans. So, a, a ringing endorsement. Oh, no, uh, it wasn't one of the ones he wrote. Okay. Probably good for him. Um, all right, what else you got for me, David? Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so, I also wa- I watched an f- episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Probably doesn't need to be included. <laughs> but oh, right. no, it does. It does. <laughs> this is one random episode. <laughs> just, just like, I was uh, waiting, because I was waiting for my dad to pick me up for arrival, so I was just like, oh, man, I was like, you know, I wonder why the show was a classic, because 
you know, every, like everyone loves Fresh Prince, and I watched oh, it, yeah. and I was like, "This show's a classic." I just can't. It is. It is. Like, God dang it, Will Smith, you do you. Like, she's good. Ugh. Collateral beauty in theaters this December. <laughs> is it just me or is that movie like really stupid? Oh, I mean, like awesome. everyone's losing kidding? their mind about it, but oh, it looks so dumb. Oh, dude, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be the great. new the new Will Smith movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like talking to time and death yeah, and love. It's so, like it's like um my dad leaned over and goes, huh, this movie looks stupid, right? And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, I kind of am interested in this movie. It's like Christmas. Uh what 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 the heck is that even Christmas Carol? I'm really, yeah. I'm really good at the words. Alright. David, what else you got? Um Saw Arrival. Yeah, of course. Talked about I, that. What are we gonna get? I to saw I saw Kingsman. Watch King. Oh, you watched last it? Okay, night. yeah. Yeah. Is have you not seen that before? No, I have not. I, I lent him like a ton of my movies, so he, yeah. he's gonna start catching up here. Yeah. Nice. Really happy with Kingsman. Oh it was yeah. Like, oh yeah. It was really the 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 fight sequence in the church. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes, it's so good. Oh like, my I don't god. Even like the, the music that they had behind that too. Freebird. Oh, perfect choice. Perfect choice. And the, the villain had me dying. The lisp. I couldn't handle the lisp. I was like, God, I'm, I can't. What are you doing to me right now? <laughs> like, yeah, um, I'm I'm really glad you loved it because that's one of my favorite movies from 2014, 2015. That was last year. No, that was, that was last year. Last year, no, I, I really, okay. I really liked it. It was action packed, and like, it, it knew it was like a, like, oh yeah, it's gonna be like this big, like in your face kind of movie, but also kind of take like a joking like route about, like about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched it with my, with my friend. Like, I watched it with Marisa, and she's like, I hate the the girl with like the legs that like cut off people's That's heads. That's so stuff. cool. That is, oh, she's so cool. <laughs> And I was, and she, I was like, well, like, because it's kind of like at the same time making fun of like all the other spy movies, like you know, James Bond had like Odd Job, who had like a, a hat, that, a top yeah. hat that had razor blade oh, yeah. and, and oh, like yeah. jaws. So I was like, of course, like they threw that in there just because like it's yeah. that kind of movie and just to like fit in. And she's like, oh, I'm like, yeah. Well, and but that's no. the same thing with the one line about. <laughs> if you if like what was it if we save the world we can well whatever the model says to him and and caroline was like why did she say that i'm like that's like totally a james bond thing i'm like that is like totally like they they even referenced old spy movies like yeah so like you know when he was um at at the dinner when he's like yeah i don't like like the end of the don't spoil anything oh have you not seen this aaron no, I've seen it, but don't spoil it for well, this. No, I don't think we spoiled anything, did we? Well, no. David was about to. Oh, well, um, um, I, I like that. Okay, I will on. say. I mean, I, I know what you were getting at, David, and it was good. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying. Well, like, yeah, we get my ideas are good. Um, <laughs> I will say that sometimes that tongue in cheekness kind of makes it feel like they're trying to like have their cake and eat it too. They're like, oh, see, we're so much smarter than spy movies, and then it falls into like some of the same traps that all spy movies do. So it's like, okay, you kind of miss the point sometimes, but other than that, I, but it's, it's but it was a it was a different look. It was interesting, and those like those were some like real like English accents. Like who who's the kid? Oh, like, uh, Taron Egerton. Is that is that the kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he his accent was thick, and, it, and yeah, like it's... I liked it. He, like when he was like cussing out people, I was like. This is this is what it should be. Yeah. Like this is how it should be. Instead of you know like 
everyone like you know nowadays all the english accents you see are like proper and blah blah but no this kid was like a dirty english accent i was like yeah oh what? All right, nothing. What? Um, nothing. Um, what? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I just thought of. You thought I was gonna I just, say something? No, 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 no. I just thought of something. Never mind. It. Sorry. Dana, anyway, what else have you been watching else? this week? Uh, uh, not Jacob. Um, Jacob. Uh, I went over to Jake's house and we watched The Conjuring. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Conjuring was a great movie. Mhm. It further. Yeah, it, it further. Uh, Expanded your list. Um, Expanded my list to six scary movies I've seen, (laughs) horror films. And at least you're watching some good ones. Yeah. And it re um reminded me that saying that like, hey, I think I'm gonna like the horror genre. So like, I yeah, I really liked it. I was creeped out really, and I like um, how it's all practical effects in it, right, Jake? I mean, most. I mean, there are some things like the birds at one point. Like you're like, okay, guys, but. Um, yeah, the wire work. I was like, David, just pay attention to the wire work in this movie because that is legitimately my favorite part. Like, it's yeah. so cool. It's so you're like cool. that gods of Egypt camera guy now. You're you become that person. Okay, it's my favorite part of the practical effects. <laughs> Sorry, no. but then just like but, even... uh, oh yeah, continue. Yeah, the way it was shot really well. It was actually written well. But um, one thing that like I like. I realized uh, at the very end, I was like, hey, Jake, no one died in this movie, right? And he's like, no. I was like, it, it, and it was like a happy ending. And you're like, yeah, it was. I was like, this is like the first horror movie to do that. Because like all the horror movies I've seen, like, you no, know, more than half the cast is killed off and like it ends, but does it really end? But I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah. And like I said, when it's based on a true story you can't just kill people off who are like still alive <laughs> feel like really weird you'd be like oh yeah uh they, they really died um yeah i will yeah, say so i was oh sorry Continue. very pleasantly surprised and happy and yeah yeah watching this movie again like even in such close proximity to the first time i saw it i was like all right I mean, like, this is legitimately one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it It's outstanding. And I love... And just, being, like, knowing where all those scares were and being able to watch David as the scares happened was just awesome. Because I'm like, I know, I know when the... is going to happen, but he doesn't. And that's the best part. <laughs> that is the best part. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. God, if you haven't seen The Conjuring, go watch The Conjuring. It's so good. What else so, you yeah. got for us, David? I watched um, Wanted. Oh, you did end up watching it again. <laughs> I did. No, I, I never like I bought like I bought the DVD and then I had it for my uh, Fault in Your Stars. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I just never watched it, and and so like I watched it today. Nice. And I was like, man, and I was like really happy because like I remember I bought it because it was super cheap, and I remember really liking it. And then I was like, man, I still, I hope I still like this movie. I didn't waste money on it. And I watched it. And I was like, man, yep, still like this movie. Still action packs. Still some super cool shots. Still love the the characters in it. Um, a jerk. I still love like the way like he's portrayed because like it's based off a comic book. And the comic book, he's just like this big headed. I'm trying to use better words, but like big headed <laughs> jerk. Using, that, them, um, using them words. <laughs> Those yeah. that would be fighting words, David. 
and I, I like the way that the actor uh, portrayed portrayed Wesley, and it was it was fun. It's a good, it's a good action movie. All the I like all the visual effects. I might give it a watch one time because you know I usually like comic book movies. Obviously, if you've listened to this podcast, Mor- Morgan Freeman's in it. Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I like Marwood. Because right, cool. I have like your entire all, collection all right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, David. What else you got? Um, Aaron, did you watch The Walking Dead? No, I didn't because my cable's still not working properly, and I didn't even get Join to watch me, last Aaron. week's episode because the uh-huh. AMC sign-in for cable just isn't. I don't know what it's doing. Like, I try to sign in, and then it will take me back to the page, and then it will say I'm not signed in, so I try to sign in again, and it's just an endless loop where I can't actually sign in to watch the episode. Join me in not watching it, Aaron. We'll stand in solidarity. I I don't have a strong enough compulsion to seek the show out to figure figure out what's wrong. I'm just kind of like, eh, eh, I'll get to it eventually. Well, okay, so tonight was like a special hour and a half episode, mm-hmm. and honestly, it the Did last it need fi- to be no, it literally could have been a fifteen minute episode. Like the la- like the last fifteen minutes were worth watching. Mm-hmm. The first like you know hour and fifteen, like like obviously they had a purpose, but it was so slow moving and like. I understand like why some things need to be like slow moving for character v- development or they're trying to build something. Mm-hmm. It it just didn't work this week. They were I well, like the number one cardinal sin of any movie or television show is being boring. Like all right, as soon as it's boring, then you've you've lost your audience. I mean, even if they are yeah. building on something, you have to be <clears throat> you have to command the attention of your audience. So, I feel like and that's yeah. the point of your movie is to be boring. Like what? Like what? What movie is I, that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that maybe there could be a movie like, like that. A movie that no one saw. <laughs> like that movie's boring. It's like something it's like something like the Greasy Strangler, but just trying to be absolutely boring and nothing else. Hipsters don't you mean it. the hashling slasher? <laughs> yeah. I don't mean that because that's actually a good episode. Yeah. Oh man. slasher. Well, yeah, so, like, so, yeah, in this episode, like, they had this idea that they could have, like, you know, finished up in, like, five minutes, like, ten minutes, and they took an hour and 15 minutes to do it. I was like, man, guys. Yeah, that was my fear when they announced the longer episode. That's what's wrong with television shows. They they needed to stretch into a full season, so let's just have Kate and Jack wandering around the jungle for ten minutes. I don't care. (laughs) No one cares. That's a lost but, um, reference for all you. Out at there. the very at the very end of the episode, there was um character development. There was like things that like happened that mattered. And I was like, okay, like I, like this was like there's some very big things that happened at the very end. But getting to that, I was just like, wow, like come yeah. on, guys. So I, I'm I'm disappointed. Like I love the show, but as you, but I don't blindly love it as you guys are witnessing because i wasn't really happy with this week's episode oh yeah we're not saying you blindly love it i, I think there are tons of people that do blindly love this show oh yeah um considering that it has seven seasons <laughs> my god but uh but it, but since i'm already like you know six seven seasons in am i going to continue to watch this probably no matter what probably 
You're probably right. I'm probably going to continue to watch this. Do you watch Fear um, the Walking Dead? Huh? Do you watch Fear the Walking Dead? I tried, and I just, like... Yeah, yeah. that's what I... That's exactly how I've heard it. Yeah, it's not that great. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, in yeah, there? I gave up. Uh, I gave up on it after two episodes. Yeah, me too. It's not good. Uh, I also watched Saint Vincent. Oh, that's oh really? The, uh, gosh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray, thank you. Bill Murray, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. How'd you like yeah. it? Yeah. Bill Murray played a great role. He was a jerk. He was funny. Like I, I chuckled jerk in it. Movies this week. <laughs> yeah. Just. And he was like, I was happy Melissa McCartney didn't play her normal role. Yeah. So I've seen her in two movies now that she doesn't play her normal role. Yeah, that's good. Like, like, I think like she didn't really have like, she, she had like a normal, she wasn't like a big role, but she was kind of like, you know, a side character, obviously. Yeah. But like, it was nice to not, because I, I was, I was sitting there in the movie Waiting, for, be like, oh, I'm waiting for this fat joke. Most of the car, they were like, I'm waiting for this to happen. I'm waiting for her just to swear up a storm, but like, it didn't happen. I was like, man, this feels good. I was like, you should do more things like this. I, I will go see more of your movies. Well, part of me feels like she does all those movies where she's the same character, so she can do these movies where she's playing off type and and you know, she's making um, her money at these things that everyone loves, so she can do like St. Vincent movies. I think is. Probably her 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 long con, um, you know, to use a Sawyer yeah. term. Uh, but yeah, save it. It was good. Yeah, ending was like predictable. But did I laugh? Like it was a comedy. Did I laugh? And did I I feel some points in the movie. I was like, oh no, don't do that. So like, did it make me feel? Did, yes, it did. Did I laugh at it? Yes, I did. So I did what I needed to do. Predictable ending. I feel you. I feel you. So yeah. What else? Uh... You do have a lot this week. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I also beat um. Okay. Everyone's gone to the rapture. Nope, and not that a, not a movie. Be, not a movie. Movies. We can't. So... These, this is why these podcasts are so long. <laughs> What else? Anything else? No, that, that's, that's it. Uh, that's all. <laughs> okay. But that's probably like the longest. Aaron, what are you doing? <laughs> He's putting know. like pennies in his eyes. He's been doing it for like five minutes. <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, that's probably been the longest week I've ever had. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Um, it was a long week for all of us. Let me tell it, you, it sure was. It really was. Um, my that's good because my the movies I watched this week I don't have much. So we already talked about yeah. Arrival. Uh, for my genres class, we watched uh, Chinatown. Uh, Aaron, I don't know if you've seen Chinatown. Hey, Jay. Yeah, what? Move your mic around or unplug it and plug it back in. What? Hello? You're getting drowned out by some kind of weird sound It's thing. from David's computer. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, I heard it too. I don't know what it was then. You guys can hear me fine oh. now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Well, why has it got to be my computer? Why can't it be Aaron? Because it's always your computer that makes the noise and it pollutes the audio every week. So, yes, it's yours. Um, all right, anyway, I'm going to lead back in. Um, I, had, I had a shorter week than normal this week. Uh, and first movie is Chinatown. 
the 1970s film, and I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, this. I actually haven't seen it. Oh, really? Uh, highly, highly recommend. Um, yeah, uh, it's... Uh, God, I'm not good at remembering things. It's... Uh, let me take a look. I, I'm forgetting the lead actor's name, which is horrible, because he's extremely prolific. Um... Why am I forgetting Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson, why did it take me this long? <laughs> yeah, um, Jack Nicholson uh, is in it. It's about, you know, it's a noir film. Uh, it's about this, this guy gets murdered. Uh, he's trying to figure out why he was murdered. You know, typical, typical noir stuff. Uh, but just the performance and the mystery uh, all coming together, uh, I thought it was really great. And... It's a 70s movie. I can, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to say it's, it doesn't end on a happy note. It's really sad. Um, but yeah, uh, it's really messed up as well. Uh, yeah, man, I definitely want to see it. I've been meaning to get to it. Just... I, I recommend. Directed by Roman Polanski. Just uh, mm, mm, let's, steer away from that. Let's just forget about that. Yep, let's uh, say he didn't direct it. Uh, uh, yep, Jack, yep. Jack Nicholson directed this film, everyone. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And then after that, uh, yeah, I already talked about Arrival. Uh, Sing Street, uh, a 2016 film. Not what I expected it to be. I expected it to be like a musical, like a straight-up musical. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's heavily influenced by music. Uh, but this is in my top ten for the year, uh, definitely. It's my number eight uh, right now. I feel like every week you say a movie in your top ten for the year, meaning like your top ten actually is like a top hundred. Well, some drop out they, of the they, top. 10 yeah, I'm not like tying like movies. Like a lot of movies know. have dropped out. Also, everything's watching... in the top ten now. Yep, yeah, I've that's, been that's all I winners. I, I've been watching a lot of great movies recently, actually. And this one, it's on Netflix. If you like music, highly, highly recommend. Um, an emotional film, um, a funny film. Uh, it hit me in this weird nostalgic area of my heart where I'm like, I love 80s music and I love like everything 80s. Never grew, never was alive during the 80s, but I have this weird like nostalgic part. It's like how I feel when I watch The Breakfast Club or uh, Back to the Future. You know, it, 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 it just nailed it. And the, the original songs, oh, really good. I'm like, these could be like real songs and they're pretty great. Um, it has the actor from Transformers Age of Extinction, <laughs> Jack Rayner. <laughs> calling him an actor is... <laughs> no, no. In this movie, <laughs> he can act. This man can act. You would have so. never I'll see guessed. It when I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. And I will see this movie. It's yeah. my cue. Um, God, it's so good. Littlefinger from Game of Thrones is in it. Um, oh, nice. Which is pretty cool. And just overall, it, it, it's yeah, it's just a straight-up love letter to 80s. Everything the 80s. 80s music, 80s music videos, 80s everything. Um, and I loved every second of it, really. Uh, there, are, there are weird parts of it where you're like, okay. Like, the love story... I, and the love story is, like, it's young love. It doesn't make sense. Nothing about young love makes sense. But sometimes you're like, that's a weird jump to make. 
okay, you just see this girl sitting on a stoop, and you're like, yeah, I want to date that girl. <laughs> like, you know nothing about this girl. <laughs> like, it's, it's a little strange, but um, overall, really funny. Uh, really thick accents, of course. It takes place in uh, Dublin, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the next movie I watched. Um, and this one is actually... Huh? Conjuring. Well, I mean, we already we talk, talked about Conjuring. We talked about Conjuring. Um, this, this is a movie from 2016, landed dead in the middle. It's very middle film. I mean, it's still in the... I still liked it quite a bit. It's uh, Keanu. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, Keanu was good. I liked it. Yeah, oh, you ended up watching yeah, Keanu? Yeah, yeah. I just watched it before the podcast. Um, Did you laugh? Yeah, I laughed quite a bit. It, it's a funny movie. Like, there are so many funny movies. And I found so many funny movies. So many funny moments. Um, and it's always when, like, they take it too far. You know what I mean? Like, it's always when they're like, yeah, I don't want to spoil this because it just came out. But when the people are walking at him and then, you know, just... I don't know. Aaron, I'll just drop don't it. Know. Whatever. I've seen this movie. I don't know what you're talking um, about. Anyway. But I think that's weird because I think what would have made the movie better if they had gone further with their jokes, like made it more absurd or outlandish. At well, that's moments. what I'm saying. The outlandish parts and the really dark parts are the best parts of this movie. Right. And then sometimes, this is my main gripe with it, is that you can tell that they used to work with like skits. They were skit writers and actors for so long and now they're moving into movies. And you can kind of tell because sometimes they'll have a bit that just goes on way too long. And you're like, okay, like you can stop this bit now. It, it stopped being funny. Just stop. This is not how movies are paced. This is how skits are paced. <laughs> and, um... Oh, speaking of skits, I saw Dave Chappelle's SNL. Yeah, that was a good episode. <laughs> this is, he keeps doing this every week. You... <laughs> I do do this every week. Write them down. You watch that new break. I, I did. <laughs> no, I you don't want to. You don't want to mention that Lions game. <laughs> oh, they had a buy. They had a buy. Oh yeah, it was so their buy week. week. Maybe, maybe some more off. video games too, yeah. or like a, a visual concept album. I got. We love you, David. No, we what, love you. Um, no, what they all have big parts in this podcast. Whether you like oh, it or not, David, we love you. We're just giving <laughs> you crap. Um, but yeah, I I Is did like slush? it. I did like it quite a bit. Um, it put, he's eating a tropical smoothie. Um, it's Who like number 20 out of 41 it. now. So uh, it's it's on the upper end, but still. You know, I, I wished it would have been more than Better. it was. But, yeah. but for what it is, I enjoyed it. So, also, right, that, I mean, that's basically exactly how I felt about it. Yeah, so. awesome. Um, also, there are so many like... God, this cat's so cute. Like, just like utter, just shots of yeah, this cat's cute. It you know was cute. a really cute cat. Though. It is. It is like a cute cat. Also, some of the best cameos I've seen in 2016. Like, okay, <laughs> it's great. Um, I'd recommend it if you like goofy comedies. I guess if you like Key and Peele. Yeah, Key and Peele. Exactly. I. Uh, it just feels like a really long sketch. So. There you go. That's all I got, guys. That's all I got this week. All right. Good place was the uh, the good place was on a on an off week. I think so. it's I think it's on hiatus until January. Oh, that's so far from now. Yep. Well, hopefully they come back with even uh, 
greater stuff. Anyway, guys, let's move on to pitch it or ditch it. Um, this week we're doing an ABC show. I would like to go first, if that's okay, because I don't want a repeat of the MTV thing, <laughs> even though I don't think this will be Oh, man, are you, gonna, are you going to steal mine I, I, now? I don't know if you would think of this. This is very much a, I don't know, this is very much a me idea, but guys. All right, go for it. Here at NBC. A- NBC? I thought it was ABC. I said ABC. You said, no, you said NBC. NBC. Oh, sorry. Here at ABC. I was, I was about to just sorry, I'm playing for the other team. Like, oh, no, I have to go with a new one. <laughs> Throw Chicago in front of something quick. <laughs> Chicago fire. What? Yeah. Um, here at ABC, uh, last year, uh, we tried something that didn't really work out. That was the Muppets show. Uh, you know, people mm-hmm. people just didn't connect with it like we thought we that like we thought they would. Um, but you know what I think they really liked about that Muppets show is when we put them in adult situations Muppets should never be in. So I say, you know what else makes us a lot of money here? But blah, blah 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 blah. What makes us a lot of money here at ABC? Cop dramas. So let's put mm-hmm. the Muppets as cops in a cop drama. The Muppet Cop drama show that'll be the name of it and uh you know we're gonna take out all the humor the humor is too much you know the the muppets Mm -hmm. don't need to be funny uh we're gonna have miss piggy uh like you know interviewing uh uh repeat uh, like drug offenders and (laughs) murderers okay so yeah they're going to be like investigating serious crimes yeah so so the more serious we make these situations the better because everyone loved in the TV show when we like had Muppets having sex with human beings and uh, mm-hmm. that was apparently a thing that the people wanted. So I say that the, yeah, yeah, the more sure. intense and drama-y we make this, the better. And uh, I, so, I, I don't know. Question. Yeah. The Muppets are going to be cops, right? Yeah, yeah. Meaning that they're going to be carrying weapons. Are they going to have their own personal Muppet weapons? Or are they going to be carrying real They're going to be carrying, guns? like, handguns. Just regular handguns. There's going to be an episode where Kermit guns down a man uh, accidentally. And he has to live with that for the rest of his life. You know, he has PTSD forever. And, uh, you know, it, he, you know, tries to uh, end his life at one point. But you know, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Don't 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 tell me the entire season finale. Well, okay, sorry. And he, no, he he says like it ain't easy being green. Yeah. And then he shoots himself. Or... <laughs> no, he's not going to go through with it. No, no, no. Fozzie Bear is going to stop him, and then you know Fozzie Bear sneaks up on Kermit, and you know it scares him, and he fires into into Fozzie, and you know Fozzie's dead now. And it's uh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, okay. That, that's the direction I was going with that. Oh, okay. that's the perfect direction for the Muppets. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Since it's a cop drama, they're gonna be drinking coffee. Can we have Kermit do a "That's none of my business" shot? And <laughs> yeah. like the end, and like at the end of the theme song, maybe just be like with the coffee cup and looks straight. Like into he's the watching like a crime happen, and he's like rolling yeah. by in his car. <laughs> he turns and sees a crime happen, and then he just like turns back. Kermit, and his Kermit is the negligent cop. <laughs> he's the corrupt <laughs> one. <laughs> that would be great, guys. What do you think? What do you think? If if that last scene that I suggested is in it, then I'm I'm. Oh, it'll be in it. it. We can guarantee okay. that, sir. The, right, yeah, the no, audience I'm, will eat I'm, up. I'm sold as well. What what's the uh, what what's the budget on this one? We're gonna give you 
all the profits we got from the Muppet TV show that we made last year. <laughs> I'm, I, we have profits from that, right? I, I, I assume. We, why? I don't know why we made that if we weren't going to get profits. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna give him an unlimited supply of ping pong balls to replace Kermit's eyes. Oh, that too. Oh yeah. All right, there well, we go. Yeah, you're right. Aaron, since David likes going last, let's see what Aaron has for us. All right, all right. You ready for this? Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm. I'm so okay, ready. so here at ABC, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're pretty good. At actually, we're pretty good at diversity, you know? We probably are the best TV channel at diversity. I'm not even kidding, you No, know? I'd say you're probably right about that. We got, like, two Asian-American-led sitcoms. We got, we got Blackish. We got all these great Black-ish. shows. But I think we learned that there's one minority in America that is quite underrepresented, you know? So I think we need to appeal to them. So we need a new sitcom, a new comedy sitcom. But, you know what? Oh my god, he's going to leave it hanging. What? You're just going to leave us hanging here. We're we're at ABC. So, we also have access to all all the Marvel characters. So, you know who one of the most underrated Marvel characters is? Who deserves a big TV show, if not a movie? Who? The hate monger. Oh no! Do you guys know what the hate monger is? Oh, I, oh, I know the hate monger. I'm feeling what you're laying down right now. He's uh, also not. So he's this guy. He's wears basically like you know this pointed hood, purple robes and a pointed hood, and he fought the Fantastic Four. Basically, like Fantastic Four is trying to stop him from his world domination. Let me where just he wait, was let like. Me just... Let me what? just put a disclaimer right here. We do not actually believe that this is a, a minority. Oh my god, that needs I'm to be totally playing a character right here. Yeah, I just wanted to make utter and complete, completely. Yes, we are not actually believing this. We are playing characters. Aaron, please continue. Hey, okay, okay. So. Basically, when he was introduced in the comics, he tries to take over the world with this ray that can make people hate each other and turn on each other. And then, but eventually, he accidentally shoots his own soldiers with this ray, and then they kill him. And then the Fantastic Four come up, and they take off his hood, and it's revealed that he was Adolf Hitler all along. I'm not even making that up. That is legitimately a Fantastic Four comic book that Marvel published at some point. Oh, no. So, I say, this is the perfect character to lead our new comedy sitcom targeted at the minority, the, the obviously underprivileged minority of white male racists, you know? They need representation in this country. As we learned, you know, they Again, may be the minority, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, is is the minority of is are they a minority because they're white because they're male or because they're racist or because they hold all three of those? <laughs> it's a combination of the three, I'm assuming. Exactly. Exactly. They're also, okay, sure. they're also straight. They remember no no gays. Oh yeah, in this well, show. yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. So we're just gonna you know have a fun family sitcom where the hate monger takes his family and then they go and live in like California or something. And like all these Californians are like mean to him or whatever. 
And he's just like, why are you so mean to me? I'm just trying to bring hate to the world and I'm a big racist or anything. I don't know why you guys hate me so much. I mean, can't we just have unity? I mean, I don't get why you guys are like protesting me in the streets or anything. I mean, I'm just trying. <laughs> oh my God. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. that's my pitch. Um, you know I'm gonna green light it, <laughs> David. I think we should green light this one. Only if we have a guest star at least once a week. Sure, we'll get a, we'll get a celebrity <laughs> guest star, and they'll only because, be the most because, racist people in Hollywood. This isn't, isn't going to be just running. <laughs> This isn't just going to be running, you know, once a week. We're going to have a guest star once a week, but this is, a, I feel like, an everyday kind of sitcom. Monday to Friday, at least. Yeah. Believe me. And we'll get, like, all, like I said, we'll get all the biggest racists in Hollywood to be guest stars. Mel Gibson, that guy who called Idris Elba too street to be James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I think the budget on this is going to be, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, all, all starts the with a T. That last name T. Something, something like that. All of his money. Um, yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, slipping my mind yeah. too. But I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, someone like that. Or is it a D? <laughs> I think it starts with a D, actually. Oh, uh, Quentin Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yes, yes, him. <laughs> oh, yeah, all of Quentin Tarantino's money. <laughs> Aha. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> You're very welcome. Lady. David, David, what you got for us, buddy? <clears throat> all right, gentlemen. Oh, all right. When we think greatest TV show of all time that we all have in common, oh, what lost, do we of think? Of course. Aaron likes Hannibal more because he's a horrible person. <laughs> hey, hey, you haven't even watched it yet. <laughs> no, but sure. I haven't. Okay, lost. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. Lost. <laughs> Was on ABC, right? It sure was. So, I was just thinking about Lost. I'm like, man, this this is phenomenal. Like, why why does the world not have more Lost? So, what I plan to do is make a spinoff series. Mm -hmm. It's going to be called Found. Of course, of course. So, it's going to be... So the only spinoff is it's going to be the actual actors who played like characters in the show, but it's just going to be done in real life. That's the only part of the spinoff. So it'll be like the planned This Is The End sequel, where it would be the stars of This Is The End, like having the apocalypse happen at the premiere of This Is The End. But it would be, So are you saying like the people from Lost will crash on an island, like the actors? No, 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 no. Oh, that would no, be no. awesome. I'm saying, I'm saying that. So yeah, so... First episode. All right. All right. We're going to go to the actor who played Jack, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a first person, first person view the entire time. It's going to be him walking around, doing whatever he does in his life. But he's going to be looking for things like, oh, man, where are my keys? He's going to spend, like, maybe the entire episode looking for his keys. And he's at the end, oh, found them. They were under my pillow. Is it just and so, people finding so next week, So next week, we're going to go and play Kate. Kate's going to be like... <laughs> Kate's gonna be like, man, like, where, where's my pump, 
ponytail. Yeah, that's a girl. That's girls need ponytails. So she's gonna be like, man, she's like walking she down lost her ponytail. You know what? what? She needed her hair to go up. Oh, the, like the little uh, the the hair band. The band. Yeah. I got oh, really okay. confused too. I'm like, what? <laughs> Someone cut it off and like took it. <laughs> and we and we'll go to Charlie and we'll be like, man, where's my guitar, man? He's gonna be like, look, he's gonna go to a guitar shop. It's like, yeah, you see my guitar? He's like, what are you talking about? It's a guitar shop. And so, like, it's literally going to focus, and it's going to go through mm-hmm. each each character, and they're just going to be trying to find themselves and find what they need in life. Now, do we have a flashback structure though mm-hmm. of like get... them like enjoying their objects, like flashbacks <laughs> them in love with their objects the you know, day before, or whatever? I don't even think we should do that. That you see, that's not far enough, Aaron. You're not thinking big enough. I think we should go back and give the backstory of the keys. How were they made? How did they get put on the ring? It's you know? literally an episode of how is it made? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or let's take it a step forward. Oh, oh all right. what? What if it? What if it's like that object is like revolves around the way that they're killed? So, like, obviously the the actor Jack finds his keys, but he ends up crashing his car later that week. And so once he finds, so once he finds that that key component, to, is it, I'm, I'm so is interested in hearing how dad. the hairband kills Evangeline Lilly. Oh, you don't know? No, does she like push it too far down on her neck or something? The um, well, she tries. She, she gets in a drunken stupor and tries to put it over her hair, but she missed. She puts her um so her hair's down so she takes the the band and tries to put it in a ponytail but just wraps it around her neck pressing the hair to her neck and and then she ends up strangulating herself i th- i think this is what we need i mean i will green light this single handedly aaron what do you think <laughs> oh yeah i'm 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 down for it for sure what is his uh budget though I think we're going to give you all the money that all of the actors from Lost have made since the show went off the air. <laughs> so, like, nothing? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Evangeline Lilly has that uh, Ant-Man money, and that's about it. <laughs> hey, hey, Matthew Fox has that Alex Cross oh, movie no, money. Don't <laughs> talk to me about that. Don't you dare. <laughs> I agree. That, that will be the budget. All right, guys. This has been ABC's Pitch It or Digit. Uh, we have uh, the Muppet Cops show, the Hate Monger sitcom, and the uh, the Found uh, documentary. Almost <laughs> first person documentary. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on <coughs> to the bad movie of the week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day! Huh? No! David, you got a little something for us. Another little blast from the past. What is it? I I just stay up at night and I wonder how the movie Shark Boy and Lava Girl was made. <laughs> the Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Excuse me. Three Get it Adventures. right. Three Get it D. right. <laughs> Well, David, you didn't pick a critically acclaimed Oscar-winning movie <laughs> this time. 
I, I want to not. Do I, I want to, to check out this? <laughs> yeah. Fact check right now. Uh, um, uh, gosh, George Lopez won an Oscar for this movie. <laughs> and they're like, we just uh, really loved your performance as that TV thing. <laughs> giving you all the money. Um, yeah, it's a bad movie. David, walk walk us through your hatred. Yeah, please. Like, there's just not a good part of in this movie. Like the the whole idea, like, because it starts off with the kid and like he's the dreamer, right? And like they go into this world, and like, oh, for, oh, first of all, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. These are the these are the like the the heroes, quote unquote, that we can come up with. And then first Taylor Lautner is Shark Boy, and then. Like, cause I remember they gave him like a cool backdrop and like, they try to make him was like, yeah. So he was like born in the water and like form gills. And then all of a sudden it's like little baby Taylor Lautner hop out of the water. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, and then, um, the lava, I think the lot was the lava girl born, born in a volcano. I don't remember this movie. That well. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad. Kind of tried to push it out of my memory. Yeah. And then, uh... <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, this is another movie that, for some reason, decided, yeah, all CG backgrounds, probably a good idea, right? <laughs> no, not going to be hokey and completely outdated in a few years at all, right? <laughs> Am I right? Oh, no. No, they did that. Like, did it even look good when it came out, though? Like, I feel like the effects weren't even good then. I can't imagine they were good then. Like, what were they even going for? Like, what were they going for with this movie? They wanted to be really cartoonish and kid-friendly and fun and anti-bullying or whatever the point. I'm assuming it was an anti-bullying oh, yeah, movie. It was. I don't remember. <laughs> So we got George Lopez as Mr. Electric, Tobor, and he plays like three roles. Ice. Well, he he's like the teacher, and yeah. then he's also like the villain or whatever in the dream yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. He also plays in Tobor, whoever the whoever the heck Tobor. It's was. robot backwards. Oh Lazy, my god! Are you not picking up on this amazing symbolism? Um, and, and the thing that annoyed me also about this movie is that, like, okay, they had La- they had Lava Girl, and then did they have like Ice Princess that the Dreamer? Wanted? Oh, I have no idea. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah because the I remember girl. there was this big like thing that like Lava Girl was like trying to get like across this like big ice bridge, and then like she because but she couldn't because she almost died. Mm-hmm. Because um, it was too cold for her. You know, I guess she was so hot. But I don't know. I just I just remember this movie being awful. It is and awful. Not liking it at all. It is awful. I can say that. We also got Charlotte from Sex in the City as the mom for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, oh yes. You know what's big right now? Sex in the City. You know what she'd be perfect for? A kids movie. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's let's set it up right now. Um, yeah, David Arquette as well. For some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. Perfect. Um. Yeah, this is just a bad movie. It, it's just bad. Robert Rodriguez just really sucking it up. Just in general, this is not good. <laughs> oh, but let's like, not. Oh, guys, I, I sorry. Can't, I can't even think of any redeeming qualities of this movie either. Like, guys, I don't want. I, I'm sorry. I threw Robert Rodriguez under the bus way too early. 
Uh, we can't forget about Spy Kids All the Time in the World 4D. Did he direct that one? I guess he did. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I didn't mean that. I meant Shorts, one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. Oh, sorry. Sorry, not Shorts. Uh, Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, wait, that's the one we're talking about. Oh, no, not that one. How about Sin City? Ugh. <laughs> Sin City's not on that level. Oh, no, it's definitely not, but I still don't like it. Oh, it, Oh, is that not enough for you? We got Spy Kids 3D Game Over. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, another film with all CG backgrounds. You really, mm -hmm. you really killing it, Robert. Oh, oh, yep, Spy Kids 1 and 2. Oh, God. He, like, has all these kids' movies and then also, like, all these really violent films as well. It's like... have, you, have you ever seen, like, the big Tumblr uh, post about Spy Kids 3, like, how it's a movie? Yes, I or know no. it's a movie. I'm so confused. About what? About like about how, how like like the the Tumblr like community like complains like how did Spy Kids three even like get made as a movie because it's so like random. Have you seen that Tumblr post? Or no? no, no. I don't. I try to stay off of Tumblr as much as possible. <laughs> Let me try to find this beauty of a post. All right. Uh, well, let's just remember, Anthony Boyd gave it an eight stars and says it's good for kids. So thanks, Anthony. Uh, that's all we gotta say about Sharkboy and Lava Girl. <laughs> There's also a part where, like, he sings or whatever. Uh, Sharkboy, he sings. He, he sings. In this movie, he sings. Really? Yeah. When? <laughs> yeah. I'm like the, the milk, because he needs him to go to sleep. And they're uh, on the cookie uh, boat, and they're on they're going down the Milk River, and he needs them to sing. I remember watching that scene, like, not recently, but like five or so years ago, and being like, oh, I liked this movie. <laughs> I mean, like, because when you're a dumb kid, you like all these, like, oh, wow, it's about imagination. <laughs> like, well, I mean, you guys know, like, the, the story of this film was, like, created by, like, a seven-year-old son, right? Like that's where the idea of this film came from. You're joking. His, 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 he asked like a 7-year-old son to, to come up with this story. I'm I'm not even joking. He even gets a story by credit. I'm that I think that's why lying. this movie exists. I am not lying. I'm 100% serious. Guys, let's move on. <laughs> To, <laughs> I can't, I can't even live with that fact. <laughs> right, let's move on. Aaron, you get the article I just sent you. To yep. the fault in your stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that. But you're wrong and I hate you. Guys, uh, I, I have the, the movie this week. Um, should be an interesting one. I have so many reviews. Um... But I'm obviously only going to read... I'm going to read two. Um, here we go. Let's start. Um, that one's going to give it away. So I'm going to start with the one that doesn't completely give it away. <clears throat> All right, ready? Two stars. Two, no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Two and a half stars. This biographical drama wildly fluctuates between cheeky comedy and deadly serious reality check. The gimmick is haphazard, almost chaotic, jumping from one scene to the next. The goofy atmosphere isn't completely obnoxious, but it isn't entirely winning, either. 
The director injects a silly sensibility into a dry and depressing subject. There's a huge menagerie of oddballs, all with speaking parts. They arbitrarily pop up to clarify what, they've been, what they're doing in verbose detail, so you can conveniently eavesdrop on their conversation. The spoon-feeding of information is too intense. After a while, the drama is so unrelentingly, unrelentingly didactic that the tone becomes wearying. I don't think wearying is a word, but whatever. A lot of facts and figures are thrown at the audience, like informational diarrhea. That's that's a review number what? one. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah, any guesses you, so far? Do you want us to guess just from that? I mean, do you know what it is, anyone? I I, I have no idea what that review even said. Really? Something. It's like a comedy. It's a drama. It's like a drama that's also a Bio, comedy. Biographical but... comedy drama. Biographical comedy drama. Here's one. Here's a one-star review. I didn't understand a thing. Only part of the review. <laughs> Alright, here we go. <clears throat> this one, I think, Aaron, you'll probably get it from this. Good... Uh, sorry, sorry, guys. Two stars. Good acting. They try hard to explain. Some I got, most I did not. Period. I already knew banks and politicians are crooks. <laughs> Is this the big short? David gets it! The big short. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron's gonna get a movie. I'm two for two. Just wanna let you know. Well, I got two, two for what? For when it's also Kung working Fu together? Pain. Oh, no. for a Kung two Fu Panda two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah that's I'm true. I would yeah. never guess Kung Fu Panda. Um, like yeah, so good acting. They try hard to explain. Some I got, most I did not. I already knew banks and politicians are crooks. Good, good review. Yeah, so I really don't get these reviews. <laughs> like, I feel like they they're like, oh man, it's too cheeky comedy, but it's also too serious, and the gimmick is haphazard. What gimmick? What? what? Yeah, I don't understand the gimmick. I guess. Well, what was the gimmick? <laughs> I guess the. You, I guess you could say the gimmick is that. They have, like, Margot Robbie in the bathtub and, like, all these other things. I guess that's what they're considering. But, like, they completely... Maybe. It's not like they're just like, oh, now we're cutting to this. Like, they un they're like, hey, you're not going to understand this unless we spoon-feed it to you. Here you go. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know, man. When I read that, I was like, someone missed the point. <laughs> like, just like that other review I sent you, Aaron, today. And did. Yeah. Guys. This has been episode 27 of Reboot Already Underway. Uh, again, on the shorter side, which for two hours and 17 minutes, that's uh, kind of sad. Um, so bad. Remember when the first episode was only 59 minutes long? That was before we added the what have you been watching. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, guys, if you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. Uh, send him all of your dankest Harambe memes. Uh, if you want to find Aaron uh, around the internet, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog name is already taken on Tumblr. And uh, anywhere else? No? Is that the normal places? I can't remember sometimes. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. All right. And if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake Lace on Tumblr, um, Jacob Scott Music on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's about it. And if you want you to find. Did you your Instagram? I'm not doing my Instagram. I'm done. I'm done with Instagram. I'm going to delete it. Good. 
I don't um, know why you started in the first place. Because David is like, oh, it's so cool. I'm like, no, nah, it's pretty You cool. literally just don't use it, right? So I, <laughs> You just don't understand it, ladies. No, he, like, he was complaining. Okay, he's complaining. He's like, why doesn't Instagram have this feature? And then we all literally were like, Jacob, it has this uh, it feature. It does have a feature, but it's buried in, in two menus. I'm like, why do you have to search for this? If a social media website is that hard to use, it's not good. Like, social media is supposed to be easy. That's the point. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't look at, for me on Instagram. I hate it. <laughs> if you want to find the podcast around the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway. Uh... I don't know why I said that. Find us at Reboot Already on, on Twitter. I'm so good at words. Um, you can also find us at Reboot Already Underway on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us uh, a good old like, a repost even if you want. Um, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're coming up here on Getting Rid of the Pitch It or Dish It segment. Uh, three weeks left. I mean... We, we these these segments always get better with age, but I think we have a good idea for the next uh, ten weeks after this one. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again next week with a brand new episode where we talk about movies. Goodbye. Nice. <laughs> Maybe David might not. Oh oh.